1: From the KISS ninety two five studios in Toronto, Canada. You Ladies and gentlemen. This is Roz. Yes. And Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going
0: on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is
1: Selena Gomez. Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Delicia Carr. You're
0: listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my
1: boys Roz and, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha
2: Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha.
0: Roz. I think
3: Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow!
1: You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made
4: my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We're at that time of year, huh? I know. Yeah. What are you going to do? We're done. I didn't even know when the last hot day was. You know, we had so many hot days. I'm like, oh my God, it's so hot. Now I don't even know when the last hot one was. Two weeks ago, maybe? Yeah, maybe. But do you remember what you did on the last hot day? Probably avoided it. Wasted it. Wasted it. Took the day... Yep.
2: Took advantage... uh, Did not take advantage of the day. Right. Took the day for granted. Yep. Which I now look back on and... Oh, I wish I did more. Yes. Yeah. I wish I spent more time outside. Yes. I wish I jumped in the pool. Yes. I wish... You know. Yeah. I
4: was and I and I bet you on that last hot day it was like, ugh, it's too hot to do anything today. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it'll, it'll be hot again tomorrow. Uh, yeah, don't worry, we got that. What's the sound? And then you wake a... up tomorrow and it's raining. Yeah, and cold raining. And fifteen yeah, degrees yeah. outside. No, it's always when I wake it's always I always realize I've made a huge mistake when I wake up the next morning and my feet are cold. That's always I, and, I, and I'm like, it's over. It's over. It's over. We've we've screwed it up. It's completely over now. That's I it. hate cold feet in the bed. But I sleep with my feet outside because the blankets hurt my toes. What? What do you yeah, mean the blankets I are at your toes? Sometimes I get a toe cramp. Like if i if, if what, I'm you like, have like one of those weighted blankets? No. If oh. not, first of all, Catherine has so many blankets on the bed, it's not even funny. Uh. Right? I, I, sometimes she's trying to mummify me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's extreme blanketing sometimes. Like extreme blanketing. <laughs> yeah. Last night I fell asleep. I had a sheet, a duvet... A blanket over the duvet, a folded blanket at the end of the bed, and then one of the blankets from the couch on top of me. Hey, Matthew, that's, does a, that. lot. that's the, a lot. That's a lot of blankets. Too, that, that's too much. It's too thick. The that folded sounds like blanket a... at the end of the bed. What's the point of that? Well, because and you know what sucks about that For one your is feet, probably yeah. Every now and then I get an ingrown toenail. Right? I'm not ashamed. Uh-huh. Happens to the best of us. You get an ingrown toenail. They hurt like hell. And you know what? It's, when I lie in the bed, the weight of the blankets on my toenail hurts so much that whoa, I can't whoa, sleep. Whoa, I have to take whoa, my feet whoa. out of the blankets. So yeah. I kick my feet out. Out of the blankets, and then I get and then I get cold feet. It's not good. Why can't you
2: take that blanket that's folded at the end of the bed and fold it again so it's like, over your girlfriend?
4: Oh, because it's kind of pretty down there. Oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the look of it. Aesthetically, it looks yeah, great. Yeah, it just hurts. <laughs> that's all. And then if I sleep on my back and my feet are up in the air, right? Uh-huh. This is why I can't sleep on my back, right? Uh, If I sleep on my back and my feet are up in the air, the weight of the blanket points my feet down and then I wind up getting toe cramps. Uh. And then I'll I'll wake up with a seized calf. Sleep on your back and
0: tilt your feet. What, like a penguin? <laughs> Let me see. Like
1: I'm like tilt like, my feet.
0: Like if you're one, on your back, what right. I do is I'm on my back and I tilt my feet. Tilt them to one side? Yeah. <laughs> that's Who can do that? No, yeah. but then the blanket. You'd
4: wake up with cramps for sure. No, because you know what? I'd be afraid I'd wake up and they stuck like that. <laughs> 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 I, I, yeah, I always look like I'm avoiding somebody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, uh... hey, go. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. ton of birthdays
2: today. If it's your birthday, you share it with uh, Dr. Drew, 62 years old. Damon Wayans is 60. (laughs) Dr. Drew. (laughs) Mark Ronson is 45, but none of their birthdays matter. The only one that matters today Mm -hmm. is the one, the only Queen Bee, Beyonce. That's true. Celebrates her 39th birthday. One person tweeted and said, it's Queen Bee's birthday, y'all. I can't believe I live in the same time period as this icon. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Beyonce, let's just... Look back, reminisce on some of the, the greatest tracks she's ever given us.
1: I'll
3: be your girl. I'm calling it's corny
1: with that <laughs> Illuminati mess. brown skin girl, got skin just like girls. Hold oh, up, they don't love you like I love you. If I were a boy, maybe boy, stay on my mind.
2: Yo, she's just been giving us nonstop, just nonstop hits for years and years and years, right? Yeah. And the celebration online started, like, as of midnight. So, (laughs) damn it, Maury ended up reaching out to a bunch of Queen Bee's biggest fans that were tweeting up a storm overnight to get their thoughts on their queen's birthday. Listen to this.
0: Yes, Queen, it's Bay Day. How are you? Oh, my God, it is so exciting. Beyonce's day. Um,
3: I feel like it should be a national holiday as far as I'm concerned.
0: <laughs> what is the first Beyonce song that comes to your mind right now And Sing Me a Line? Got me looking so crazy right now,
3: your love. Got me looking so crazy right now. It's Beyonce's birthday, girl. Happy birthday to the most celebrated female artist of our
0: time. I'll just tell her how much I love her and how much she is doing such a wonderful job. All right. You got to sing a couple of lines of your favorite Beyonce song for me. Go. Brown skin girl, your skin just like pearl the best thing in the world. We're celebrating worldwide today. It's Bay Day. What's up, B?
5: Happy birthday, girl. You already know what it is. You know, Sasha fears. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen. Get down with B-Day. You know, give me body. You already got me body. I love you, B. Have a good one.
0: Uh, it wouldn't be a party if we didn't get you to sing a couple of lines of your favorite Beyonce song. And that's why I love you. <laughs> you need that phone connection, bro. <laughs> Catch me when I
2: fall. <laughs> Falls and I, <laughs> wow. I love The whole thing, you.
0: huh? Yeah. Oh, we are uh, celebrating today. Yes. Oh, happy
3: birthday, Beyonce. I love you so much. I am your biggest fan in my tax bracket. <laughs> And I just hope you have a wonderful, spectacular, and amazing birthday. you I influenced me.
0: Yes, Queen! We're celebrating! Yes, 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 yes,
5: yes, yes, yes,
3: yes. yes,
5: yes. Beyonce, B E Y. Beyonce, I'm celebrating you your birthday by streaming every single album. You've been a true icon in every single industry, and I'm just really happy that you just graced us with your music at presence. Thank you so much. I love you.
0: We got to celebrate. Sing a little bit of your favorite Beyonce song for us.
5: I'm a single ladies, I'm a single lady. I'm a single lady. Put your hands up. Up in the club. Jump, mm-mm. My only thing. <laughs> Side
1: mm-mm
3: mm Beyonce!
1: and Mocha's Fix My
5: Life. What advice can you guys give me?
3: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Raz
2: and Moki got you. Hey, Maya, how are you? It's Raza and Mocha.
3: Hey, guys, how are you doing?
4: Good. Uh, so, Maya, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Roz and Mocha, Fix My Life. I'm 30 years old, and I've had a lot of bad slash traumatic experiences with relationships. After a while of being single, I finally met a guy who seems absolutely perfect in every way and somebody that I can see a serious future with. Uh, However, he recently disclosed to me that while he does want to get married and wants to have children and knows that he can keep me happy, he also wants an open relationship where once in a while, when he travels or goes out, he can do, quote, whatever he wants. I'm really trying to be open-minded about this because he's really great in every other way, but I'm not sure how I honestly feel about it.
2: Maya, how long have you and this guy been dating? Few months. Few months or two months?
3: Few months. Oh,
2: okay. Few months. All right. Yeah. And how's the relationship right now?
3: It's great. It's I have no complaints. Um, we got close pretty fast, and uh, it's probably the healthiest relationship I've been in so far.
4: No, it's not. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go to the end and then we'll go back and we'll tell you everything else. Okay. So first of all, and the relationship. Okay. Okay. And the relationship that th- this is, okay. You can't be two months into a relationship with somebody and they already start hitting you with the, I think we need to come to an agreement of where, when I travel or go out, I'm sometimes allowed to screw around on you. Okay. Okay. That, okay.
2: Cause you know what? That to me sounds like he's been doing that already. Not necessarily with you, but maybe he's done that. Who knows? Maybe with you, but he's done that in the past.
4: This, this is not this is not the person for you right now. Uh, open relationships are, geez, man, I, and I know they work. And I don't like don't text me and everything else. Uh, but it takes two incredibly different kinds of human beings who can thrive in that open relationship situation. And and this is not for people who are trying to save a relationship. Most open relationships are people that I know that have had open relationships or tried it. They did it as a way to save their current relationship because they thought that that was the problem. Yeah. You know, the problem is, why don't we just go and get this out of our systems? And then, you know, we love each other and we got a great house and we got everything else. So why don't we just live like this for a while? Other people do it. It's great. They never work. They only work for people who are different kinds of people than you are.
2: Hey, Maya, ever yes. since he mentioned to you that he wants his open relationship, right? Yeah. Anytime he's not around you, are you like constantly wondering what the hell he's doing and who the hell
4: he's with?
3: Um, honestly, not in a very intense way. It does cross my mind, but I don't obsess over it.
4: Okay. Does, does he want you to see other people as well?
3: <laughs>
4: no. Oh, so wait, so it's a one
3: way street just for him. Maya. Not that I'd want to, but I'd like to know that the option would be there. yeah, but wait, wait, but did you ask him that question? I did. And he said he wouldn't be comfortable with it. Did you ask him why? Um, He said that he wouldn't want the mother of his kids to kind of around and yeah.
2: that way went for Yo, him. This is literally you do not just need this, this selfish it. SLB Maya.
4: in your life, Maya, <laughs> Maya. You're better than this. Come on, oh Maya. Maya. you started your letter to us saying that you're 30 years old and you've had a lot of bad traumatic experiences with relationships. I don't know what those details are and I can only hope that you are you know, getting the help and the support and the everything else that you need in your life, okay? I am. Um, I'm
3: in a really good place, which is why I'm so no, annoyed about no, this. No, but, yeah. you, you, but,
4: you, but, but you're not because you're actually considering what what you're telling us and to me this says that you are not over things this to me says that this guy you're with may not do the horrific things that your other boyfriends have but he's not good
3: okay that makes sense
4: okay this is not a good guy
3: yeah this is okay. not this
4: is not a guy that you want to fall in love with. This is not a guy that is going to be with you the the whole way. The, uh, a guy looking at you saying, "Hey, I think we need to come to an agreement where when I go out once in a while, I can do whatever I want and you need to not do that because it's gross."
2: Yeah. That's not fair. Okay. That's not right, it's, Maya. It's
4: not it's this is this is manipulation. Uh, this is a slippery slope to absolute controlling. And I think that even if you entertain these conversations, you are already letting him control you more than you need to.
2: Hey, did you more say than you to should. him... Like, I don't want the father of my kids to be running around with, like, some next chick either?
3: Honestly, I I haven't discussed it after that one discussion because okay. I was just in shock, to be yeah. honest. It took a while to process it, and I don't want to talk about it with anybody because no. I knew what they were going to say. What is the,
2: uh, what's the timeline <laughs> from when you started or, I guess, when your last relationship ended to when this relationship started? Over a year. Over okay. a year. Okay.
4: Uh, this is not... A, this, is, this is one of your... Uh, chalk this up and put this in the pile of the bad traumatic uh, uh, experiences with relationships. Yeah, you need to move on from this guy. This is not the guy for you.
3: Okay. Thanks, this, guys. This is...
4: I don't know. I, th- I think that you need to talk to somebody. I think that you you have a maybe something in you where you don't feel that you can speak up in a moment where really that is all you need to do is speak up. I, I, I think that you you have to cross some sort of barrier or get or get over something or, or talk through something. I don't know what it is. But even you just right now thinking that this is a good relationship tells me that you one, need to hit pause, two, get rid of the guy. And three, you gotta figure out you gotta figure out what's going on.
3: Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think I do need to talk to maybe a professional about it. You do.
4: A hundred percent you do. We we can we can tell you to dump a guy, but we can't fix this. Right. Not that you need fixing. When I say fixing, I mean that you know you need to get on a path of of healing. Yeah, right. You need some guidance. Yeah. You need some you need some guidance, but you got to get rid of this guy.
3: Thanks, guys. Okay. All right. See ya. Yeah, love ya. We,
4: we love you lots. Hey, between Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh no.
3: To, I know we're talking about like decisions and everything, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's, so. it's Roz. It's Roz. It's always been Roz.
4: It's always been Roz. Don't tell your boyfriend that. Maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he won't give you a hall pass. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows you love Roz too much.
1: Yeah. Can't all, right. Uh,
3: all right, Maya. Good luck, girl. Thanks, guys.
1: Roz and Mocha's fix my life
3: on Kiss.
2: Here we go. Uh, Damon Mori, who works here on the Razamoga show, went to a winery with his husband, <laughs> Damon Matthew. Light, you lightweight is an understatement. Know anything about its Very lightweight when it comes to the uh, alcohol department.
4: Right. And the plan was to share a glass, right? Or it, well, you, you each got your own. We each
0: got our own, and okay. then we had one share glass.
4: Okay. <laughs> oh, excuse so me. So a glass and a bit. <laughs>
2: And they had it arranged where there was like a picnic table set up in the vineyard away from everybody else because they brought the dog with them as well.
4: Oh, wow. Little Andy Monroe. Look at you, celebrity status, huh? Well, it's because the dog barks at everyone. Oh, true.
2: Andy, that's your poo bag. No. Ew. Oh, No. Never
0: met a dog that likes to eat his own Let's dance in the vineyard. Oh, stop. <laughs> we dance in the vineyard. Not. We have to. You're dance. making a scene. Please don't embarrass me. It'll be romantic. No. Oh, like this. This the Tulsa. The what? The Tulsa. Tesla. Tulsa. The Tulsa. Um. When you call it Tulsa, can we just all agree? Can we just all agree that if we won the lottery, we're gonna buy a, a winery oh. and we're we'll oh like, okay, we're gonna have red grapes and uh, white green grapes. grapes. White or green? Green grapes. Oh. But it's white wine Woo! Wine! <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> oh
0: my god, he wants water He's asking me for water No, but what color are grapes? They're green or are they white? They're green merlot and we'll have like one row of grapes and the, the just, dog needs water no
1: maury
4: i'm going to smash that bottle on your face
0: <laughs> wow love no but l- honestly literally Keep asking for water hold on but listen to me we would make like two bottles a year and it's a specialty that like, people would line up for it. Mm. can we discuss the title of what the wine the wine okay what would we call it Butterflies and... Oh, butterflies and butterscotch. Okay, hold
3: on
2: a <laughs> Two things. Number one, okay, wow. that is a gross-sounding yeah. name for a wine. Yeah. Second of all, that poor-ass dog I know. barking in the background. All he wants is
4: water, and y'all are arguing <laughs> yeah. about grapes. Yeah, do you know what it's like? Could you imagine the dog sitting there, like watching you two just take baby sips, off of like wine glasses in a field and he's thirsty as hell and you're like, hold on a second. Butterflies (laughs) and...
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then I guess this all followed up with a voicemail that... So what happened? Were you called yourself? No, he called me. Oh, he called
4: you. He called me. My phone started going crazy and I didn't answer it. Yeah. So I haven't actually heard this voicemail yet. Oh. Okay,
0: so I'm still trying to leave a message on your voice. I got Roz's voicemail. Okay. Hi. Okay. Hi, note to self. Note to self. Okay. <laughs> note <laughs> note Hello Note to self. Oh, no. <laughs> this is all off of a glass a in note a bit. To self. Okay, Maury, you are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Write your post-it note. I know, but I just wanted to just leave a note to myself. Okay. Did oh. you leave We need almond milk?
2: <laughs> I think he left a voicemail on your like voicemail. Did you, were he, but, <laughs> did you think that you were leaving this on your own?
5: Grapes on
2: the phone. Oh, those are grapes on the phone. But he said we got Raza's voicemail at the beginning. I didn't touch the grapes. I'm sure
0: they washed them before they put them in the bottle. Oh God. Okay, uh, over and out from Two Sisters Winery. And that was my note to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bro, one glass. <laughs> one glass. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: A lot of people upset today over the uh, Academy Award announcing their new diversity, diversity and inclusion standards for 2024. And if people are upset, it's just simply because they can't read. Um, there's a lot of fake outrage online. So beginning for the 96 Academy Awards in 2024. Films vying for best picture must meet two of the four new standards to be deemed eligible. Okay, so standard A requires a film submission for Best Picture to have at least one of its lead actors or significant supporting actors be from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group or at least 30% of all actors in secondary and minor roles be from underrepresented groups. Uh, Standard B is focused on diversifying the creative leadership and crew roles. So that's the behind the scenes. Standard C is focused on the industry uh, access requiring that the film provide paid apprenticeships and internship opportunities. Opportunities for underrepresented groups or training opportunities and skills development for underrepresented crew. Uh, Standard D requires a film's marketing, publicity, and distribution to have multiple in house senior executives from underrepresented groups, uh, so on and so forth. Okay, so you only have to qualify for two of these four in order to qualify for the Best Picture of the Academy Awards. To- getting two is simple. Yeah. Right? And I think that where people are misunderstanding this is that they're looking at standard A, which requires a film submitted for best picture to have at least one lead actor or significant supporting actor from an underrepresented group. I think people are looking at that, um, And that is, that's just, it's not the case because this is to qualify. This is not what films will be judged on. I think that people are reading this and getting weirdly fake outraged because they think now that one of the criteria of voting is going to be how representative the movie is. And that's just not the case at all. You're not going to be judged on this right? You just have to get two just, of the four of these to right. be able to be nominated. Once you're nominated, the film is still going to be judged based on the artistic direction and the, the acting and everything right. else this of the movie. This is just the invite to the table. Yeah, so you're not, like, not going to have movies where now the criteria to vote is going to be who used black actors better. Right. Like, that's not the criteria. It's just in order to be eligible to get to Best Picture, you have to nail two of these four new um, new criteria, which is super easy to do And it affects the industry more than it affects the filmmakers. Right? Like most of these are directed to tell the industry to smarten the hell up, as opposed to the people who are actually making the movies. But this is a very like simple thing to do. Nobody should be freaked out about this. There's a lot of outrage this morning over this, and I went digging deep, and I'm like, why are people so upset? Because they didn't. They didn't didn't read. Yeah. They
2: didn't read. They probably just saw the headline and was like. I'm going to be mad about
4: this thing. (laughs) So stupid. Here we go.
1: go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Um, Masks are mandatory on flights, and this has been a big issue. However, there is a guy named, I believe his name is Michael Richards, and he's an entertainer, maybe a comic. And he's going viral because the rules are the rules. You got to wear your mask when you're in the airport. You got to wear it getting onto the plane. When you're seated in your seat, you got to wear your mask. When you go to the bathroom, you got to wear your mask. When you get your luggage, you got to wear your mask. The only rules are if you are eating or drinking, you don't have to wear your mask. Okay. So he was on a four-hour flight, and he had a container of Pringles. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And as he was sitting there, he did the math on. The amount of Pringles that were in the can, he said there was about a hundred. (laughs) Okay. With a four hour flight. That meant that he could have a Pringle every four and a half minutes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. which, <laughs> y'all are desperate to keep those masks off huh? which is exactly what he did uh-huh. and he made a he made one can of Pringles last an entire four hour flight and he only wore his mask onto the plane and then he had to put it back on while he was getting his luggage from the overhead container but he wants you to know that he is not anti-mask okay. he just wanted to see if he could do it he's just pro he's, Pringle he's, yes he's pro <laughs> Pringle <laughs> hey,
2: so did he for every Pringle he ate right yeah. he made that one one Pringle last four and a half minutes I guess, before yeah. he little took bites, the next one?
4: Little, little bites. I don't know how you do that. You're a hero, Li- sir. Either little bites or, <laughs> or really slow chew. Go on, man. I, I don't know. I don't know what would be easier. To do little bites of one single Pringle or put the whole Pringle in your mouth and then just chew it for four no, minutes. No, no, no. I say little bites. <laughs> little bites. <please. laughs> Alright.
1: Here okay, we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast.
2: Hey, Jenny, how are you? It's Roz Mocha. Hey, good. How are you? Doing good. All right, Roz, uh, Jenny needs our help. Actually, more importantly, your help, because oh. you would be the expert in this department. I'm not trolling. Don't look at me like that. Are you having a hard time being gorgeous? No. <laughs>
4: I okay. can't even with okay. you right now. Okay, so go
2: go ahead. Jenny says here, can yeah. you tell people what they should be doing right now with their dry-ass lawns? Like, What are we supposed to do in the fall to make it green again next year?
4: Uh, okay. Um. And
2: Roz, the resident uh, lawn expert on the Roz and
4: Mocha Show here. Okay, so, so your lawn is right now? It's currently dried out? The, the back lawn
3: isn't too bad, but there are, like, patches of yellow with only, like, weeds growing out. And then the front lawn is just, like... It just doesn't look great. Like, there's a lot of dry spots in it, and it Mm. just looks like it's thin.
4: Okay, so if you have, right now, lawns should be growing like crazy. This is the time of year where lawns are going bananas. This is their busy season. Uh, So if you are in, like, your neighborhood and your lawn is still brown, that's a dead lawn, not a dormant lawn. Right. So, uh, so what you should do and you're almost at the point of where you're a little bit too late, but if you do it today or tomorrow, you may be okay. And that is to just go, go and get a rake and rough up all those spots where there's dead grass in there, um, buy a bag of peat moss and some really good grass seed and just sort of like throw, fill in those spots and throw some seed down on the lawn and then water, 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 and then hope for the best And uh, when you can fertilize after, you know, two, three weeks after that, and then hopefully you get a, you get a decent lawn. But right now, what can you do? Very, you can, there's stuff you can do, but you're not going to have a magnificent lawn by spring if you just do the bare minimum. Now you need to do a lot of work if you're at this time of year and you got a brown lawn.
2: Jenny, much like you, in my front yard, because we live on a corner lot, so everyone that walks their dog by... Yeah, dog pee's the worst. They, you know, the dogs pee on the grass. Whatever, I don't even care. But there are, like, three massive spots of, like, just dry grass. And much like you, Jenny... In that dry grass, there are weeds that have been popping up that I'll go and yank every single time, but they keep coming back. And clover. Oh, my God. Clover is my enemy. I have so much clover, and I have it's so much everywhere. like different
4: clover. I don't even know how to get rid of it. I will say this. If you really want to get rid of weeds and you really want to get rid of clover, uh, you're either your choices are this. To use chemicals, okay, or you're going to live with them. Yeah, that's those are, those are your two options. There's no natural remedy for these weeds. OK, you need chemicals that are specifically designed to kill specific weeds. And I don't know how you feel about using chemicals on your lawn. Some people are OK with it. Some people are not. That is your own choice. Um, but when you're talking things like hardcore weeds and crabgrass and clover, they are notoriously difficult to kill. Yeah. And, um, ripping them out does nothing because the root system is still in the ground. So it will always come back the only thing you can do is put down a pre-emergent in the fall and then you prevent your crabgrass and other weeds from even germinating next year. That's how you prevent weeds. And then you get a nice big thick lawn and then hopefully moving forward, the lawn itself just chokes out most of the weeds. Okay,
3: hey, grass seed though, does it matter which grass seed you're actually putting down? Because there's like a hundred out there, like new grass seed and yeah. like all of these other ones.
4: It's one of the most important things. Okay, I'll put put it this way, right? When you look on a bag of grass seed, they should be able to tell you every single thing that's in there, okay? Okay. So if you're looking at say ryegrass, right, yeah. which is what I have, but most people have a mix of ryegrass, a little fescue, they'll throw some Kentucky bluegrass in there. Everything Ooh, else, right? Kentucky blue is my favorite. Okay. By the way, It takes forever to grow, though. I know, it's a real I know. problem. Uh, it's a bugger. So here's here's what I'll, I'll say. Uh, does grass seed matter? Yes. If you can't see on the label something that reads zero weed seeds or zero foreign seeds, those two things, zero weed seeds, don't buy. Don't trust that bag. Because a lot of the ones that you buy in some of the bigger stores, um, they don't guarantee that, okay? And why is that important? We'll do the math on this. Let's say there is 0.1% of weed seeds in a bag. You're gonna look at that, you're gonna go, oh my God, that's a tiny little amount of weed, right? A pound of rye grass seed, okay? One pound has about 280,000 seeds in one pound. Mm, Damn. Okay, so when you start doing the math, of putting down say 10 pounds You're putting down a lot of weeds So you need to go and find grass seed uh, That has really that, that, that offers zero weeds And I know home hardware is one place Some home hardware stores They have the, the sort of Fill yourself bulk bins oh, yeah. and, the, and the seed that they have Is a company called Spear Seeds Which is really good seed, Zero percent weed seeds in there
3: Okay good to know I have another like stupid question. Sure. The sprinkler does it matter if you're using like which type of sprinkler you're using? Does one actually make your like water your grass a
4: little bit better than the other one? Uh, like the you have like the oscillating one or the shotgun yeah. one? Um, yeah, yeah. It, I don't think. I mean, for me, I like okay. I like both. What you want to do okay. is you want to get the right amount of water down. And a lot of people think that watering it a whole bunch of times in a day for smaller periods of time is the way to go, and that's the wrong way to go. What you want to okay. do is you want to uh, you want to water shorter amount of time for longer periods of time.
3: Okay.
2: I mean, it depends so, so, on, on how big your, your, the piece of land that you're trying to water is. So do this. take
4: yeah. a, Take a can of tuna, right? An empty can of tuna. Throw it in the lawn put the sprinkler on, time how long it takes to fill that can of tuna with that sprinkler and that'll give you an inch of water. That is the amount of water you need per week on your lawn. So figure out figure out how long it takes to put down an inch of water on your lawn and then divide that, go every other day, sometimes twice a day on those days when you are watering.
3: Okay, thank you so much. That's so helpful. Cool. Uh, yeah, hopefully it all comes back all right. uh, a little bit better next year. <laughs> all right, cool. Thanks, Jenny. All right, thank you. Right Take care, girl, file. bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
2: Just play along with this one, okay? Okay, yeah, sure. Hi, it's the Razamoka Show.
0: Hey, this is uh, Victor. I, uh, I felt like I was listening to an
1: episode of Lawn and Order Special Grass <laughs> Unit. <laughs> uh-huh,
2: and then what?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Maury. That's all you got. You had one joke. You had one joke. Maury wasn't expecting to follow No. At all. <laughs>
1: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Some schools have started up once again this week. Some are starting up next week. There's still a lot of confusion between uh, schools, teachers, parents, kids with what's happening once they get into that building.
4: Class size is still the number one thing that everybody's talking about. And we haven't even got to the biggest school board in the country yet, which is here in Toronto. Ontario Minister of Education Stephen Lecce is on with
2: the Raza Mogas show. How are you, sir? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. How uh, How are you feeling these days with everything that's happening The province,
5: yes, with everything happening. Look, I'm honestly, I feel pretty inspired just by the resolve and the response of the parents, the community, the students going back. And uh, look, we've made a great amount of gains as a province, so I'm I feel like we've got a lot of momentum we've got to maintain. But I feel well, I just you know, I just worry a little bit about those rising COVID numbers, and I think it just it's it's an urgency for all of us listening, you know, for folks that with kids in schools and otherwise to do our part, to continue to flatten that curve so that, you know, we can keep kids in class that what happens in our community in the context of COVID risk, it's a reflection of what's going to happen in our school. So we've just got to keep those numbers down.
4: The the, the numbers that parents are, are concerned with right now aren't necessarily the COVID numbers. They're the class size numbers. And a lot of parents were expecting no more than 15 kids throughout the province per class, and that is just clearly not the case. And that is what people are wanting answers for right now.
5: Well, what we what we have done is to make sure that every school board in the province of Ontario can increase distancing and absolutely can hire more educators so that classroom sizes come down is why we put in place about $900 million to do that. Pretty significant investment, the largest in Canada, and every school board is doing that. What we have done is in high schools, in communities with higher risk, those classes are capped at 15. And as you can appreciate, they're on that blended model, that half and half, half online, half in class. For the elementary panel, we have worked with boards like Toronto District School Board in those higher risk neighborhoods of Toronto. They have capped classroom size. They've reduced them right across uh, in those communities. And we've actually worked very closely with, you know, for example, TDSB, but other boards, to help them with more distancing, because we want to see those classroom sizes come down. We just want to ultimately see the school be as safe as possible. The other thing to note is every single medical leader has urged us to look at this through the layers of prevention, not one action to the exclusion of the rest. You've got to have masking. We're the only problem to do that in class. You've got to have an increase of cleaning and hand hygiene. We have a major investment of $100 million to do that. And, of course, you have to have other things like improving airflow, ventilation which is things that we're doing in a pretty significant way, over $50 bucks to do that. So we're going to continue to work with boards to keep them down and maximize safety in these classes.
2: Uh, Stephen Lecce is on the Razamoga show right now, Ontario Minister of Education. With what's happening in Vancouver right now, with their rollbacks, with what we've seen in Alberta, with some cases of COVID going through a couple of the schools, and then, of course, what's happening in Quebec right now, what is the plan if something like that, or we get to a point where cases increase by more right. than we expect uh, with the school year.
5: Yeah, look, I think we have to be obviously prepared for a second wave, as you're noting. But even in the context of, of the flu, I mean, the flu season's around the corner. I spoke to the Minister of Education, New South Wales, Australia, which you may think is, I find it a bit curious speaking to someone from that part of the world. But, you know, hit, they, they got hit by the flu season, of course, uh, a bit earlier than us. And their advice was encouraging parents just to get their kids vaccinated across the board. But I think what we're looking for, the chief medical officer answered this question sort of yesterday saying, you know, there's a variety of circumstances that are going to give, that are going to sort of uh, drive the province to go to the next level. I think one of which is if we see community transmission continue to rise systematically, uh, then we're going to have to look at additional levers additional, additional steps. Obviously we're prepared and we stand ready if it gets to a point where we're putting families and kids and the staff at risk. Well, obviously, as the Premier has noted, we'll, we'll close schools again. I mean, I was the first Minister of Education to do it in this country in March. But I think we really need to work hard to avoid that and to prevent that because I think that these kids need to be in school for their development, for their learning, for their mental health. And I think we just have a moral obligation. And, like, honestly, just, there should be nothing more important than, than allowing our kids to go to school. And that's why yesterday the Minister of Health, the Premier and I, you know, standing with the Chief Medical Officer announced that we're putting a pause on any or real, any expansions to openings, uh, expansions to groups, to, to uh, social circles, the amount of people that can attend an event. We've just got to be very cautious and put these kids first.
4: What is the number? Do you guys have a number? Have you guys discussed this as far as what you would hit in order to pull the plug on on, on the return to school?
5: Yeah, I mean, it, it, the chief medical officer yesterday didn't cite a number. What he said is, just for context, is, you know, remember when we closed schools in March, the number of positive COVID cases back then were probably similar to the numbers they were, they are right now. Mm-hmm. It's the future modeling that gave concern. And as you know, thank God we closed them in March because the numbers were doubling oh, every three to four days, uh, which got, you know, well over 400 at one point. So, I mean it's not a finite number there's a few considerations but i think what i just signal is look we didn't hesitate to act last time in the public interest and the safety of the kids we'll do it again we will do anything possible the plan we've unveiled it's comprehensive it's fully funded it's endorsed by the chief medical officer and look We'll do if but when, when there's future concerns. You know, we know that there's a flu season. We've we've set aside 50 million bucks to set to respond to that. If we need to go further on letting you folks know, and, and we'll do it.
2: Uh, we got a question from Razamoka fan uh, Patrick, who wanted to know if it's mandated across the board, across the province, across every school board, that every school uh, take the temperature of every teacher and student walking into that building.
5: Yeah, the every single uh, child that walks in. Uh, A school has to uh, be conducted through a self-assessment that the parent will help lead. Uh, Obviously, every school, not obviously, every school before the child enters, there'll be a a check-in to make sure they feel comfortable, they hand sanitize. Uh, School boards have, we have actually helped school boards buy uh, temperature, um, um, you know, monitors for for their uh, kids, especially for those that have any symptoms, um, so there is a rigorous self-assessment tool, and I would argue just given the entry to the flu season and given the, the numbers we've seen so far in the community, we've got to make sure that our kids before they enter schools go through that assessment if there are any symptoms to keep them home. And I know most parents do this anyway, but I would just argue this year, please you know, uh, err on the side of caution, given what's at stake.
4: So the the pictures that I'm looking at now, a lot of people posting pictures of what the classrooms look like, especially for the younger grades. And you know, they they it looks like that they've done their best. There's sort of pod seating, but there's no dividers on the on the tables. Everything is still a little too close. Um, you can't look at that and think that this is a success. So what needs to happen in order to fix that? Because it seems that the teachers are always pointing. Their fingers at you and the, and the unions are pointing their fingers at you guys. You're putting it back onto the teachers, but ultimately, what needs to happen in order for these to be absolute safe environments? Like I, to me, a classroom needs to be safer than a Shoppers Drug Mart. And, and what I'm looking and what I'm looking at, it doesn't look to be the case.
5: Yeah, I mean, well, first off, I mean, in a classroom, unlike in any other private enterprise, so I've heard that I've heard that sort of expression or that comparison before. Now, I mean, in a classroom, we've cohorted the class where it's the same children every day three you know for the remainder of the school year whereas at any company you know that's you could have you know you may have a maximum of 50 50 in the space but you could have that happen hundreds of times in a day so we're creating different uh, protocols within the schools we've added public health nurses which are going to make a big difference we're doubling the number of public health nurses to provide support testing screening and obviously if required any symptom relief but i think the fundamental thing that's going to happen over the coming days is once parents all 100 percent of parents Finalized. They're in class if their kids are going to go remote, and that's their choice. And we're proud in this province to give them that choice. The bottom line is, once those numbers are known, I think school boards are going to be working hard to re-timetable, maximize distancing, and really try their very best. As they've demonstrated so far, that they can reduce classroom sizes. But it's not just about that element. I mean, I appreciate that's important. It is. And we're doing it in a pretty significant way. But we also have to make sure that the other fundamentals are present. I mean, we've enhanced our cleaning within our schools dramatically, and we're hiring, like, you know, wall north of 1,300 custodians just to make sure that every single day these high touch points are cleaned. Mm -hmm. On ventilation, air quality, something the medical community said, look, that's really important. We've got to make sure airflow is strengthened. We put a major investment in to make sure that these HVAC systems and air quality filtration systems are brought in, that they're improved, and every board has done that for those older schools especially. So we're going to continue to focus on sort of those uh, those all fundamentals uh, around keeping the kids safe and those that, that, those layers of protection that the medical community really want us to get right to mitigate the spread in the class.
2: Thank you. Stephen Lecce, Ontario Minister of Education, thank you for your time on the Raz and Mocha Show. Awesome. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks.
1: This is the Raz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Uh, billboard Named Rockstar by The Baby and Roddy Rich as their
4: Song of the Summer. They hmm. released the list. They're the, definitive, they're the uh, definitive voice in Song of the Summer. Always has been.
2: Adore You by Harry Styles is number 10. Mm-hmm. Circles by Post Malone is number 9. WAP by Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion is number 8. Say So by Cat is number 7. Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles is number 6. Uh, the All according to streams, radio airplay, uh, mm-hmm. air uh, songs that were purchased, pretty much everything. Yeah. Exposure to the song. Again, according to Billboard, these are your top songs, summer 2020. In at number five, Roz. What did I not mention yet? In at number five. And surprisingly, I thought that this was going to be number one. Okay. On the list. Only because... Throughout the summer on every single playlist that I've listened to on Apple Music, yeah. This song always came
4: up. Okay, hit me. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But this is according to Billboard number 5. Roses from St. John. Mhm. Right? Uh in at number 4 top songs of summer 2020.
1: Savage, yeah. Classy, oh yeah. Reggie, yeah. No debate, right?
2: No debate. One that I'm really surprised at. I mean, it has like millions and millions and millions of streams on, uh,
4: on YouTube.
2: But I'm actually kind of surprised that this is in the top three. Jack Harlow, what's poppin'? Dope song. Josh, I like it. I'm spending
1: this holiday in My body got Never heard this, heard this before. You Listen to the wrong playlist. Sound like an intro, Jet Song. Give me that tempo.
2: No. No idea. Alright, number never two. Oh,
1: good one. <laughs> Again,
2: according to uh Billboard top Songs in summer 2020. In at number one, I knew this was gonna be on the list. I didn't think it would make number
1: one, but. go. The baby. On my car. Uh, yeah. have you ever huh. A new
4: really, huh? I never would have thought that. I never would have thought that.
2: You don't seem pretty, you don't seem like impressed with the list. Nah. At
4: all. Nah, not really. I thought it was a weak summer. Oh. Uh, Very weak summer. Damn. Compared to summers in the past that we've had? Yeah. Where there have been, like, songs oh, that... like, like Despacito. Yeah, we've gone on runs where, where it's Old like... Old Town Roll. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about the song of the summer because the, the songs that are kicking it in the summer are, one, great songs, two catchy as hell, but also, like, breaking all sorts of records. Yeah. Right? Like, the, we've had some... We've been really, really lucky, hashtag blessed, with some monster <laughs> hits over the past few summers. <laughs> hashtag that <grateful. laughs> <That's> that Great. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs>
1: grateful. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: That picture that Drake posted yesterday of his kid first day of school, mm-hmm. that how, kid is so cute. How old is that kid? He's not going to kindergarten, is he? No, he's two now. He'll oh, be three. He's two. I think he'll oh. be three next month.
4: He's going to daycare, right? Yeah, yeah, or whatever the equivalent that Drake is.
2: And I was thinking about this yesterday. for, and I don't know if Drake, you know, thinks about this or not, mm-hmm. right? Because he is just in a different life than the rest of us. Yeah. But like, you know, that first day drop off, like he would have missed out on. Right. Or just in general, taking your kid to school or picking your kid up from school. Like, I wonder right. if he thinks about that kind of stuff, like. And knows that he may be missing out on things like that. And as dumb as it sounds, like parent teacher interview. But why would he miss out on stuff like that? because of the amount of attention somebody like Drake brings, if he were to want to participate in something like that.
4: If Halle Berry can drop her kids off, Drake can drop his off.
2: I would just assume, I'm just assuming, right? Based on the kind of attention he gets, and like you see anywhere he goes, uh, the crowds follow, which means he has to have X amount of people around him at all times. And because he lives in Toronto, that's where his mansion is, that's where his kid is, his baby mama is, yeah, but we it's don't. It's not the we same don't as. Have, he doesn't have
4: the life here that they have in LA, though. No, I know, but yeah. it's
2: not like LA, where, yes, a Halle Berry can go and drop her kid off yeah. at school, or Julie Roberts can go drop her kid off at school, yeah. or Jennifer Garner. And it's like, I don't want to say it's not a big deal, but it's typical to see that. In LA, whereas in Toronto, if you see Drake showing up to a school with his kid, walking his kid in,
4: but Drake's kid's not going to a regular school though, man. No, I know that. He's not. He's not. You know. But still, he's not. He's not trying to. You know, stop on you know Saint Clair in between you know two streetcars and everything else, making the run to the door. Like there's a driveway. No, I know right, that. <laughs> you know, like, I know. He's not. He's not, right he's to not having to do the you know the the, know. the, the slow dump I just, I, I, with I a two year old. Like
2: I just always think of like the kind of like regular everyday things that you know people do, and like if he thinks about. Yeah, whether of or not he, he can he can do that of without course. being bothered of course but I think that I guess you, is what I'm you, getting you, at. You,
4: you get used to a, you get used to a certain life and I think that you you make things work like I I, I there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to be doing that stuff yeah you you can't you can't farm that out what I want to know is you know like yeah dropping the kid off and posting about it the first day right that that's yeah. all cute and fun but I want to know how deep he's gonna go right like this is what I this is what I do wonder because I look at somebody like Reese Witherspoon right yeah. where I know I can Picture Reese Witherspoon arguing with a twelve-year-old at the kitchen table why she won't do her homework. I can see Reese Witherspoon doing that. She seems the type. Yeah. I can see Drake dropping off his kid, but I don't know if I see Drake standing in the kitchen at four o'clock when the kid gets home and he opens a the thermos and goes, "Why didn't you eat the lunch I made you?" <laughs> like I don't know if Drake's going to go that deep right. with what goes on at school. I think he may drop the kid off, but I don't think they're having the you know why no, you, you know, know what? why did you eat the leftovers Those gonna, beans were still good I'm going to disagree <laughs> I'm going to say Drake is
2: definitely Having those your conversations Drake oh, making the
4: cupcakes For cupcake day Well it's exactly He's got that big old kitchen Right If hey, Listen If one of the kids In Roxy's class If their parents Had Drake's kitchen I'd be like You're baking everything For yeah. this thing man. Okay? <laughs> well, it's gonna And it's been A class for the entire this, school It's going to take you 40 minutes It's going to take All of us combined Three hours yeah. like,
1: <laughs> Do your part Pitch in yeah. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast
4: Need needed an umbrella for all them tears I was dodging this morning after the Raptors lost last night.
2: Hey, man. Hey, like not... brother.
4: Come on, man. We got to bring up <laughs> old <both> stuff. <laughs> what the
2: hell happened? Well, let's see. Uh, their defense fell apart, and yeah. Pascal Siakam, every time he got the ball, it was like he didn't know what to do with it. Really, huh? Oh, man, it was the
4: worst. And then I was watching a video so just sad. on loop. Of, Why would you uh, watch something on of, loop? No, of Kawhi block, oh. blocking a dunk with the tip of his middle finger. Do you see this? What no, a stud. Any, what a stud. That I don't guy check in is. on the exes, bro. No, you don't. No, hey, you don't you crit your
2: exes? No. Oh, okay. What do I Sorry. need that in my life for? Oh. <laughs> I don't want to know if they're if they're better off without me.
4: They look like they're <laughs> living their best life. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why do
2: I need that in my life right now? Come you know, on, 2020's already no. been the worst year ever.
4: No, I know. True. So what happened? It was just an all over, all around. The the game disaster, the game
2: huh? was was over like pretty much as soon as it started. Yeah. By the half I knew. Like, I shouldn't say this as a diehard Raptor fan, but by the half, I knew it was over. Oof. Yeah. Oof, that's not good. They needed to really pull things together in that second half. And like in the third quarter, a
4: little bit of hope. Now, when you go into, when you sort of sit down to watch a game, everybody has their own routines. But is your routine different when it's an elimination game?
2: No, absolutely It's not. not. No, you not don't you, don't. you don't I change don't it, it up? up. No, nope. you don't, huh? No, nope, I don't switch it up. I don't have, like, a preferred, you know, ball cap that I'll wear or a preferred You'd shirt that none I'll of wear. That none of that nonsense. No, although yesterday, our son Cruz, he wore his Raptors shirt. Yeah. And then... The last game, he wore his Raptor shirt as really? well. Oh, I would have grounded him after last night. So, oh, wow, <laughs> oh, man. Come on. He was sleeping but when oh, they lost.
4: Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, hello,
0: he morning.
2: lost a little bit he with did, me. Yeah. My,
0: uh, my husband, Matthew, was asleep on the couch during the entire game. I was going to send you a picture. <laughs> so, I was on the couch watching, yeah. edge of my seat, because it was crazy.
4: Didn't the game come on at like 5 o'clock yesterday? He was sound asleep through the whole game. Oh, wow. Nice life. Right? Great life. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> If I fall asleep on the couch, I mean, don't get me wrong, I fall asleep on the couch all the time. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, but I always, get, I always get woken up by an elbow to the ribs by my kid or something. Yeah. And it, like just, because she can't get comfortable because when I fall asleep, I'm no longer comfortable because I'm not fully supporting her body weight when we're cuddling on the couch.
2: So wait, so Matthew fell asleep for the entire game? The entire game. Did he wake up after? He woke up. When just, I woke up, was he like in to, bed for the night, or did he wake up just to go to bed? Like, were you guys on the couch, and then you went to the bedroom? No,
0: because he does the last walk of the dog. So I nudged him, going, "Your turn. Get up." Oh, oh
4: wow! I don't know what I'd do. There's a lot of love in, the, in that house. If huh? I was in the middle of a peaceful sleep, and my and 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 Catherine, my partner. Didn't look at me and go, oh, yeah, you know, you just sleep, you sleep there, buddy. I'll take the dog out. Yeah. That's what partners do. Yeah. Right? You, you don't, long day. No, you don't slap on the forehead and say, it's your turn. <laughs> Shift work. No.
1: <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast
2: you been watching Cobra Kai on Netflix? Yeah. I know the show has been like I
4: started, I st-
2: yeah. you know, like on YouTube for yeah, YouTube Red, right? What yeah. the hell's that? I don't even know what that is. That's like the dirt, not dirty version of YouTube, but like where you can get like the You have to pay for stuff, right? You pay for it, and then they have like the R-rated versions of stuff. It's right? Like it's like OnlyFans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love that. Um dude, I so I'm still watching
4: season one. Yes, I freaking love it, dude. Okay, my my, my problem is oh, here we go. What I you know me and the Karate Kid? That's my number one. Right? Treasured. yeah, it's treasured. absolutely. It's treasured. And
2: I I had this conversation with somebody who asked me about it over the weekend. If yeah. Cobra Kai is worth it, and I said, if you have this uh, attachment to the original, to the Karate yes. Kid, right, especially one and two, right. if you have that attachment to it. Then um you're gonna love Cobra Kai. I, except for
4: I, right. a person named Ross. Right. I worry that I'm enjoying Cobra Kai simply for nostalgia.
2: But that's what it's supposed to be. No, 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 no. Absolutely.
1: No, 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 no.
4: no because I should be able to look at it with somewhat of a critical eye. You look in, at everything. In, with in a critical the sense eye. that in the sense that The acting is quite atrocious
2: Oh it is (laughs) terrible
4: Okay.
2: Oh my god dude The acting is so bad It is so bad but that's what makes it so good Am
4: I enjoying Cobra Kai Yes I'm enjoying Cobra Kai Uh, Is Cobra Kai a good show no, yes, Cobra is. Kai is not a good show. It's so it not. Cobra Kai, by the way, okay, Karate Kid uh, ended with the All Valley uh, Karate Championship. We know that. Daniel LaRusso yeah. and uh, Johnny and Cobra Kai and all this other stuff. So Cobra Kai picks up. All these years later, Daniel LaRusso runs a car dealership. Uh, he's very famous. So successful. in the Super successful in the Valley. And Johnny is a handyman for hire and everybody craps on him. And He's a big time loser. Right. And he was the bully and now he hates bullies. Yeah. Right. And then so it's sort of like the, the roles have reversed. I like the idea of what they did, which is they're now both sort of like training kids, but only Daniel wound up with the bully and Johnny wound up with the kid who was basically Daniel when he was younger. I love that dynamic. I yeah. think that that was a brilliant way to do it he's
2: still such a
4: right such a jerk he's such a jerk he's such a jerk
2: they make him out to be like a somebody you want to like have empathy for yeah but he's still a bad guy yeah
4: he is still a bad guy yeah but that's okay though that's okay i don't mind that i love it but is it you love it though yeah is it it a good show though is it a good show i okay i love it but Uh it's good yes it is good you say it's good i say it's
2: good wow yeah Wow. Wow. Geez, man. Again, acting is
1: (laughs) terrible, 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 (laughs) but it's still a good show. This is the Roz and Mocha show podcast.
4: I was trying to think of how I would handle that if I was in high school, if I given the choice that kids were given. This is an incredible thing. And I, and I think that as an adult, I mean, I'm sure they all talked it out with their family and everything else. As an adult, it's very difficult to put yourself in the shoes of somebody in grade 11, given the choice of going into school or working remotely from home (laughs) over Zoom.
2: I I think the choice is easy. Any kid would say, no, I want to go back to school with my friends.
4: You think? I think so.
2: Yeah, I think so.
4: Bro, bro. No way! I don't think it's as easy you think as you think. Most of them, will no, I don't think most. Home? No, no, I don't think most. But the numbers show that it's not like this overwhelming. There's a Absolutely lot not. of people. No, there's a difference. And not between, all of them are like high risk health issues. Everything right. else. There's a lot no, of people. There's a
2: difference between like what would kids rather versus That's what the what conversation I mean. is. At home that took place, yeah. that's what's best for the family yeah. or what's best for your
1: health, right? Know. But if you
0: wanted help from the teacher, isn't it easier if you're there to then just raise your hand and ask
4: versus being yeah, at but, home where there's no one to help you? Yeah, but what I'm saying is that there's not, like not every kid wants help from the teachers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would because otherwise <laughs> right? it's more work if you stay at home.
4: Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not unless you're a good student. No, unless, you, I mean, yeah. you kill it, right? Like if you're killing it, like why show up every day? Yeah. Right, I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, I wasn't a good enough student. I was a very, very mediocre student in high school. Like I would say. Below mediocre. Yeah. Same. Like where mediocre is, I was a notch below mediocre. Oh. Right? You and me both. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, let me tell you though. Yeah. With
2: my dad, as strict as he is, yeah. if we're in the accountant, yeah. COVID or no COVID, my ass is
4: in school. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Me, me too. I think it would have been me too. My brother, I think, would have stayed home. Oh, my dad would yeah. have driven got me got the there smarts. and <laughs> sat with me to make sure I was stayed.
0: Your dad, what? My dad would have made sure I, he would have sat outside, made sure I walked in the front doors. Oh, jeez. I remember
2: one year there was like the, most brutal snowstorm brutal in our neighborhood right and my dad still still drove me to to school and didn't even drive me to the like to the actual school he dropped me off it was like like two blocks away close close (laughs) and i remember i had to walk yeah to get there and i get in and it was me and, like, a handful of teachers. And then they just said, like, nobody's here. Nobody's showing up. No. And then they shut the school down. Oh, they did? Yeah. So oh. then I had to find a way to get back home. <laughs> because my dad had already gone to work. So I had to wait for the... It took me, like, half a day just to get home.
4: Your dad loved it. Your dad was so invested in your education. Absolutely. Like, so invested in your education. I don't know. I, I never had that. Like, I never had that... I never had that thing where... I don't know. It was just like it was. The school was just such a. It was important, but they, like it just it was never like a priority. Oh no, at, at all. our house, it was really? A really huh? priority. Like, I don't remember the la- like. I don't remember in all through high school whether I had a conversation with my dad, whether I got my homework done or not.
2: Oh, I, I don't remember. My dad did it. my
4: homework for me. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and look at you now.
1: <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Oh, just because depending on the province that you're in, just because you've been allowed to up the amount of people, social gatherings outside, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you have to. And it doesn't mean that you have to hit that number, whether it's 50 or 100. No. Uh, There was a wedding that happened in Toronto last weekend where COVID infections have climbed to 23. Oof, from one wedding? From one wedding that took place over two days. In different parts of the GTA. And then on IG, I saw over the weekend, there was a big wedding reception of like 100 people outside Mm -hmm. under a big tent, Mm -hmm. right? And somebody who was at that wedding had filmed, I guess, a neighbor had come over to complain or to say that they were going to call the bylaw officer, for the amount of people. And now in this video, so I guess they were allowed to have that many people. But from what I saw in the video, and it's a very short clip, I didn't see a single person wearing a mask. No. So just because you can have excess of X amount of people, it doesn't mean that you
4: should. No, and that's the, that's the problem is that there is a sense of safety when it's friends. And just listen to The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, because... He got it, he says, from when a family friend just came over. Yeah. And you assume that if people are, I guess, like in your bubble or bubble adjacent you know, good friends, that they have their own bubble, they can come over because, you know, you guys talk about it and, you know, yeah, your family's safe, my family's safe, and then you, you sort of open yourself up to it. But that's how, that's how The Rock got it. I know. That's how his whole family got it. It was from yeah. a friend. Like, this wasn't some fan that he met and, you know, got a little too close to. This wasn't anything like that. This was like a person that he has over to his house regularly. Yeah,
2: but the problem is you don't know who that one person was in contact with. Even if it was one other person, that's how how it happens, right? That one other person could have been kicking it with like 10 other people. And one of those people had it, was asymptomatic, passed it, passed it, passed it, passed it. Eventually it gets to The Rock, who passes it on to his family. And that's the problem with going back to school right now
4: too. Because normally you build, as a family, you sort of, you build your, you you have the, the two of us, so Catherine and I, right? And then in any other sort of family, you have whatever dynamic you have. But then you have your other people who are super close to you and your kid that you can sometimes call and rely on to pick up your kid from school. Sure. Right, in a pinch working late, whatever, car problems, all this kind of stuff. That doesn't exist anymore. No, not at all. Right? We only have the option of me or Catherine because I don't want to, say, have my mom exposed to it by picking her up or somebody else in my family because all of a sudden I'm asking them to now go into a place where it's probably not all that safe and I shouldn't have to expect people to do that on my behalf. So that's the other problem right now is that we have our bubbles, but we can't use the people in our bubbles that we normally use them for. Right, right. And it's a real problem. Huge. So again,
2: just because you can have an excess of how many ever people, it doesn't mean that you should. Just be safe, everybody.
1: This is the Roz and
4: Mocha Show podcast. See the video for Popstar?
1: Hell
2: yeah, I watched a video (laughs) for Popstar. Are you crazy? Yeah. I love it, dude.
4: Drake hasn't acted in a while.
2: No. (laughs) And I think he misses it. Yeah. So, in the video, it starts off with DJ Khaled sending (laughs) what appears to be multiple videos of him asking Drake about filming the Popstar music video. Game. Yo,
1: Drake, I've been calling you. I've been texting you. You're not replying. i actually been FaceTiming you. So I'm sending you this video so you can feel my passion I and my pain. We have let to you shoot right. the Popstar video. I know the border's closed. I know they won't let me in the country. What do you want me to do? The song is dripping. We have to shoot the video. We have to figure something out. Because
2: for the longest time, I've been saying, Yeah, why have we not got a music video for Popstar just yet? Right. We got the Laugh Now, Cry Later. They friggin' shot it at the Nike headquarters. Yeah, They were able to lock the entire area down to shoot that music video. Why have we not got one for Popstar? So then the clip then cuts to Drake at home looking at his phone, and he's got this like... (laughs) bewildered look on his face, confused, like,
1: what the hell? And he says... I don't know what to say. It's every waking moment that I'm alive asking me for something. And it's like, I already gave him the songs, and now he wants a video. And I can't do a video. I can't even make my own album in peace. (laughs) I can't even leave the country.
2: So then Drake later on has the idea he needs some help. He needs some assistance to get this music video done and the person he calls is Justin Bieber. Right. And then the song starts and it's Bieber mouthing all the Drake lines in this mansion. I think it's his house. Could be. Could be somebody else's mansion. Yeah. And just going through different parts of the house and there's like all sorts of people. There's dancers. uh, There's makeup. There's wardrobe. And just partying, dancing. Scooter Braun's in the video because he's got that line. And I'm wondering, I'm watching this video. And I'm wondering if this is what people thought was a big party that Bieber and Haley threw at their home in L.A. a couple weeks ago, where they were like Kylie Jenner was there
4: and her sister, Kendall, was there. No, because that was actually that it it was an actual party. Well, yeah, it was confirmed because it was a birthday party for somebody else. Gotcha. Right. That's what it was. It was somebody else's birthday party that they hosted at their at their house. Now, whether that's hundred percent true, I don't know, but that was the that was the story uh at the time. But man, they gave Bieber a spray tan for this video, huh? Oh, did they Because two weeks ago, boy was white. Can like I say, he was pasty. When I'm watching this video, especially when you
2: get to the nighttime scene where he's wearing like uh like a mink jacket, right? Yeah in front of the pool. Yeah. The blue one? Yeah. Yeah. Is Bieber Not slowly, like very slowly transforming into Machine Gun Kelly. Um... Maybe it's the way he did his hair. Yeah, I think it's the hair. I just think it's the hair. I don't know. I was just, I got a glimpse of Machine Gun Kelly yeah. during that one particular scene. Yeah, but
4: no, it's a fun video, though. If you have I not yet it. seen the yeah. video for Popstar, it's, uh, it's really, and everything Khaled does is fun. Like, that's the one thing that I, I, getting Drake and Bieber together and doing this and, and having a goof, that's all, that's all Khaled. You know, yeah. that's, this, is his, this is his kind of flavor, and uh, it's a great video, though. And
2: ironically, the one thing, Because I've watched, like, all of DJ Khaled's videos. Yeah. And he's always so loud in your face in every single one of his videos. Yeah. The music video for Popstar. DJ Khaled is only in that part at the very, very beginning with Drake. Yeah. And you don't see him again.
1: Yeah. It's so good. It's so fun. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Hey, question. Question. Um, the conversations have now turned to after Chadwick Boseman passed away, and just how devastating that was. Yeah. Now the conversations are: what do you do with Black Panther? And should you recast the role? Should you just let it be? What do you do? What do you do with that franchise? And what do you do with that character? Because saw- there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of different thoughts. And people are extremely passionate about it because they think that it's still so It's still so painful for so many people. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Um, I never read any of the comics, so I don't know how that character evolves or if he evolves at all and if they're going to keep it true to that. But I saw something fantastic, which one person pointed out online that started picking up traction. I was like, you know what? I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. But the young lady that played... His younger sister,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right—the one with all the tech and mm-hmm. all the brains—why
4: mm-hmm. not just give her the suit? Uh, I think in the comics that does happen. I think that oh, she, okay. she. I think in the comics it does happen where she does become a Black Panther. But I don't know. I'm I'm down for. I'm down for recasting the role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll because he did such a good job, and this is the we're used to. It's not like there hasn't been exceptional actors who have taken on the Joker and exceptional actors who have taken on Batman and exceptional actors who have taken on Spider-Man. We're used to that. The, the world is used to it, and fans are used to it, and everybody sort of has their favorite. And even after people have tragically died, other people have come in to do the role, and it's it's you know you you sort of build on what a great actor did before you, yeah. and that's sort of what these massive comic book characters have. I think because Chadwick died so young, and there was only one movie that people are a little protective of what he did with that. But I don't think that he worked as hard as he did. To put that on screen for young black kids to have a character finally that they could look up to and build that character into something that was so special to n- never see that character again. Yeah. I think that if you, Plus, you I think is. that if you got somebody and we were talking yesterday, I had a conversation yesterday where they said it was unfortunate that Michael B. Jordan was Killmonger because Michael B. Jordan would be a great Black Roll, Panther.
2: That I was just gonna say the exact same thing. Yeah. Next in line for that role, if they have yeah. to recast, would be Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. What about John
4: David Washington? No offense. He's got the Denzel Washington. This is this is the other thing because you want it. You want the person to either be like a friend, respect, whatever. Absolutely. And we know Denzel's relationship with Chadwick Boseman. Yes. Which was incredible. And so you bring in John David. I th- okay. Okay. Because what you need in that role is what Marvel does. Is the they're marquee people in those roles? Yes, they're superhero movies and everything else, but they're exceptional actors. Absolutely. And in <sighs> in order to do it, you need an exceptional actor.
2: The only thing, my own, I agree. Yeah. And I think he would be great.
4: My only thing, he may be too short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Robert Downey Jr. is not tall. I guess you know he's not. Robert Downey Jr. is not a tall guy. But no, I'm with you. He may be he may be too short, but I think he has that intensity Can to pull Black it off. Black
2: Panther's little sister make, like, specialized
4: lifts? <laughs> you want to put platforms on, yeah. on Black Panther? Just on the suit. <laughs> Just on the Just suit? Just on the suit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, when he suits up,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. When he suits up,
4: he's taller. Yeah. I'm no, good you could. if, you could. when he's,
2: like, kicking it in Wakanda, yeah. if he's four foot whatever. Yeah five whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Five five and under. But as soon as he suits up. Yeah. It's somebody else?
4: Yeah. Okay. When he puts his arms across (laughs) his chest. He grows. He grows just a little bit. Okay. No problem. But yes. No, I'm with you. Whatever they decide to do. uh, I just, I I think that the, I thought about it a long time. And I think that the, the character is too important for too many people for them to never see that character again and never have that symbol on screen again. I think that he worked so hard to create that character so it gave people those feelings and that icon that I think that Somebody should step in and do it. I think should, uh, Michael B. Jordan would be amazing. I don't know how you make that transition. Hey, we man. all we all just forget he's Killmonger. Yeah, <laughs> I would be okay bro. with that. I would be okay with that. Multiverse. Yeah, absolutely. I would be totally fine with that. Right, Doctor Strange goes into a little yep. uh, next dimension. Absolutely. All of a sudden, Michael
2: B. Jordan is the new Black Panther. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, right?
4: I'm fine with that. And but you're good. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that uh, I'm on the I'm on the fence that that they should they should recast and continue. 100 yeah. percent. Yeah.
1: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Josh Gad, who was filling in for Falla uh, Kimmel yeah. earlier this week, right? Did that great interview with Daisy Ridley, like that. Uh, Why want to play a clip for you right now, Mocha, which is the last time we had Josh on the show, you asked him, which was, this was when? When When was this? When did we have him on? It was a couple months ago. Like, not that long ago. No, it was over summertime. Right, thank you. This is you asking Josh Gad about an Olaf spinoff.
2: Uh, hey, Josh, is it true that Olaf is getting his own uh,
1: spin off movie? No, boy. that's the first. I didn't know that. If it is true, then uh, then I should call my lawyer right now. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to ask me to
2: do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought
3: maybe
4: you'd have the inside scoop, you know? Yeah. So, you know what I always say about bad acting, right? Because Maury's notorious for this. Bad acting, somebody always does a thing where they stutter, right? you uh, 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 no <laughs> right it's bad acting yeah bad in the acting mind, they're like got him nailed it so play <laughs> the beginning of this again and listen to the bad acting
2: okay uh, hey josh is it true that olaf is getting his own uh, spin-off movie no what bad i didn't know that if it okay. is
1: true uh,
4: right okay uh, wait is it happening so this we talked to josh gad like a couple of months ago let me read you this frozen's olaf uh, to reveal untold secrets in disney plus once upon a snowman what were the first moments of uh, for, that Olaf felt like, and how did he become ill-advisedly to love summer? Those questions and more will be answered in "Once Upon a Snowman," an animated short premiering Friday, October twenty third on Disney Plus. Oh, come on, Josh! In order for it to premiere October twenty third, you know how long ago this thing would have had to have been I done? Know. Last year? Last year? Come on, Josh. Josh. Thanks, jerk. Right? Lying to us. <laughs> Come on, bro. Liars. We invite you on the show. which treat yeah. you real nice. And I can tolerate lying and I can tolerate bad acting, but cannot tolerate them in the same conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Josh Gad, you got some explaining yeah, to do so, next uh, time we chat. Olaf fans, uh, yeah, again, on uh, Disney Plus, it's uh, Olaf's spinoff, Once Upon a Snowman, October 23rd on Disney Plus.
1: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Kevin Hart was on uh, the Tonight Show talking about when he was a kid and he went to basketball camp. (laughs) I guess maybe he thought he was going to fill out a little more. I don't know. Who knows, right? (laughs)
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah burn, Uh, but he went to basketball camp with Kobe Bryant. Get out of here. Yeah, when they were both younger. Listen to this. I went to basketball camp with Kobe Bryant. This is when I realized that
1: my talent was not good and this was an (laughs) invitation-only camp and I just wasn't good and I was mad at myself because I sold myself this dream and this dream just wasn't a
2: reality because this man played left-handed. Didn't even take it serious. I love these.
1: He played the whole camp left-handed and still... He played the whole camp left-handed. Still dominated. He was the best player in the camp, and he was just practicing on his left hand, apparently. <laughs> did you think you were mad. funny?
2: No, we were roommates, actually. We was in no. the same dorm. Wow. We Any had fun? a blast. It was an overnight camp, and it's uh your kids. all the silliness that normally ensues, late-night pranks and, you know, sneak into other people's dorms and fighting with the other campers. We did all that stuff. It was just funny because as time progressed, I
1: saw Kobe transform into the machine that he he was, and that he will forever be remembered as. Oh my god, that's
4: so funny. Do you imagine getting invited to an invite-only overnight basketball camp, and one of the kids is so good he only uses his wrong hand? Yeah, right. because he needs to practice. He took the opportunity to practice with his left hand. went
2: there thinking... (laughs) I'm gonna like work on my skills because yeah. I want to be a better basketball player. Which I guess Kobe Bryant wanted to be a better basketball yes. player, but he wasn't like really trying, trying the way most of these other kids were probably.
4: I haven't seen any of those celebrity games that they've done. Is Kevin Hart good? Like, can oh, he yeah, play? He, Hart, he's good. Yeah, huh? he can play. Yeah? I mean,
2: when you watch the celebrity games, they always clown on him because he's so
4: short, right? So they'll put like the tallest guy to cover him, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like me and you when we got to take a picture together. We talking about? What are you talking about? Sorry. Excuse me, Um, Excuse me, we
0: are. Pretty much the same height. Okay. It's worth noting that he yeah. was MVP twice at these celebrity basketball games.
4: Okay, but I never take those seriously though, because that could be like a pity vote. It's a celebrity game; they're yeah. not giving MVP. Like, who's to the, the guy. most famous? Exactly. Right. Who's right. going to get the Who most attention? Who is the most entertaining? Who is the most? And it's all always going to be Kevin Hart. Well, it's always going to be two
0: Kevin chains because he was at that. Two game. chains, <laughs> nah. Please, Which, you're
2: pointing out literally one celebrity game <laughs> that has happened over the years and years and years
1: that they've two had these celebrity chains. games. (laughs) Jeez, man This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast
4: Okay, okay, okay Okay Hey, Mocha Yes Are you
0: ready, man?
1: Okay (laughs)
4: Let's
1: do the news A Roz and Mocha Show And KISS 92.5 Newsbreak
4: The Batman production completely shut down again because vanity fair reports that it's actually robert pattinson who was the quote crew member who came down with coronavirus oh no so, you're star yeah, yeah so it was uh, vanity fair saying that it was robert pattinson who caused the uh, who caused the shutdown and i know that you had asked before how far into shooting the movie did they get originally before yeah. the march shutdown because what they showed at um at uh the fandom. DC fandom was yeah. quite a, it would look like a lot of the movie. And so Matt Reeves said they shot 25% of the film before oh the, before the March shut down. That's only 25%. It's, o- it's, of only, footage. it's only 25%. Shoot. Yeah.
2: Oh gee. Oh my.
4: <laughs> I know you were just talking about the weather and the weather all over Canada right now is, eh, we're getting into fall at least though, at least if you're waking up chilly today, At least you're not Denver. I would have such cramps if I lived in Denver. So let me tell you about this. The temperature swing in Denver. So Monday, yesterday at 3 p.m. was 36 degrees. Oh, gorgeous. This morning at 3 a.m. was minus three with a chance of flurries.
2: With a chance? Well, first of all, minus three.
4: Minus three. It went from 36 to minus three in one day. No, thanks. 36 to minus three nah, keep in it. one day. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, for keep it. I <laughs> keep don't want it. it. <laughs> Who wants to? How do you dress to live there? What do you do?
2: Yeah, you have to dip in. You got to go in the get the boxes with all your, your <laughs> yeah. fall clothes now. Uh,
4: I would look like Bear Grylls. Every single article of clothing I would have would have a zipper to take part of it off. Just in case. Yeah, and put part of it back yeah, on. Just in case. Yeah, just in case. Uh, tennis star. Oh, my God. I don't know if you saw this. Novak Novak Jivok- Djokovic was ejected from the U.S. Open because I guess he got pissy over a call. I don't know exactly what happened, but he had two balls in his handy and he shot them to the back of the court to the people, the lines the lines people. And one of them caught the ball and the other person, this woman, wasn't watching and mm. he shoots the ball to the back of the court and it hits this woman in the throat. So listen to this.
3: And you now that was, he's trying another drop okay, shot yeah, there yeah, but yeah, that yeah. was oh. easy for Kalen oh, oh, to oh, get oh, oh. to. Oh. Oh.
1: Get and oh, that's it!
3: Oh no, he whacked a ball that might have hit a linesperson back there.
5: Oh my goodness, you don't do that! No, I mentioned earlier about the one that he hit low and he hit the side rail. If he had hit it a little higher, it would have gone right into the camera person. This one he hits back and it's, I believe it hit her in the throat. <sighs> yes, it did. Clearly, we are on the verge of a default here. It looks like that's it. Because they had to take her out and obviously hurt, that made the decision for them. Oh,
4: so, my yeah, God. Yeah, so he was ejected. Uh, he wrote on IG, uh, this whole situation has left me really sad and empty. I checked on the lines person and the tournament told me that thank God she is feeling okay. I'm extremely sorry to have caused her such stress uh so unintended so wrong i'm not disclosing her name to respect her privacy as for the disqualification i need to go uh back within and work on my disappointment and turn this all into a lesson for growth and evolution as a player and as a human being i apologize i apologize i apologize yeah he though for that, that right? i don't i don't know what the deal is with tennis and, and whether they find people for that stuff i'm not 100 percent sure A gender reveal party in California is resulted in one of those massive wildfires that you see raging on the news. CNN reports that a couple used a smoke generating pyrotechnic device for the event at the El Dorado Ranch Park on Saturday. And surveillance video from the party shows a person appearing to light the device as the couple and children walk into the grass. Shortly thereafter the family can be seen scrambling and grabbing water bottles as the flames spread. The family and photographer are cooperating with fire investigators and as of yes the El Dorado fire had grown to 8,600 acres
2: oh man with
4: just seven percent containment that's after a gender reveal party y'all send an used, email or a text used, yeah where they use the pyrotechnic crazy huh uh Disney is coming under fire for Mulan why so this is the big budget that was direct to uh Disney plus there's been a lot of controversy surrounding Mulan uh so the star of the film last summer came under fire when she made comments supporting the Hong Kong police force's crackdown on the city's pro-democracy movement. And Mulan, uh, some of the movie, was shot in China's Jingjiang province. Uh, where they are now being accused of perpetrating massive human rights abuses against Muslims on a massive scale. And not only did, the, did Disney shoot in the region, um, but the studio appears to have offered its gratitude to the Chinese government agencies uh, afterwards. So in the people noticed that in the credits of Mulan, uh, they extend a thank you to the Chinese Communist Party agency responsible for producing and managing the state propaganda efforts for that region. And so people are like, whoa, what is even happening? so now people were originally calling for a boycott of mulan and now they're calling for a boycott of just disney uh at its uh at its entirety wow uh over the box office on the weekend tenet kicked off with 20 million dollars in the u.s which from what i was reading on friday that was a very low number anticipating people said anything below 40 was going to be a disaster for this movie however it's
2: even with the amount of people like they're saying with the amount of people that are allowed in theaters yeah
4: but huh. but what saved it was globally so the international box office has put it up to 150 million already
1: oh right yes because it
4: opened there it opened there sooner because there's still so many restrictions in the US and the numbers just keep yeah. going up and up and up and there's a lot of people who are still terrified to go and sit in a movie theater like it's it's just, just the people like me. I'm not going. No, it's just the reality. Uh, Jacob Blake speaks for the first time from his hospital bed after being shot in the back seven times by police in, in uh, Wisconsin. And uh, Blake's family says that he has been paralyzed from the waist down. Uh, no charges have been filed in connection with the shooting on Friday. Blake appeared on camera for a court appearance, but this was Jacob Blake's uh, almost minute long. Um, statement to people who were concerned for him.
1: I just want to say, man, to all the young cats out there and even the older ones, older than me, there's a lot more life to live out here, man. Your life, and not only just your life, your legs, something that you need to move around to move forward and, like, be taken from you like this, man. Staples, I got staples in my back, staples in my damn stomach.
4: You do not want to have to deal with this. Man, so every 24 hours, it's pain. It's nothing pain. So he did appear on Friday on camera for a court appearance. Uh, he stands accused of criminal trespass, disorderly conduct, and third degree sexual assault. These were all um, charges that were laid and issued before the shooting. So mm. he pled uh, he pleaded not guilty to those charges on Friday. Oh, Ozzy Osbourne. I love Sharon Osbourne. I love Sharon Osbourne on the talk. I love everything that she's done. She was fantastic when she was a judge on America's Got Talent. I love the relationship. Relationship. I'm an OG fan of the Osbournes when it was on MTV. That's yeah. really started the whole thing. Uh, Jack, their son was one of the exec producers on a is bringing biography back. Oh, And They're, okay. like, they're really upping their game. And so they, they got Jack and a whole bunch of people, Jack Osborne, to do the sort of story of Ozzy. I think it's called like the Nine Lives of Ozzy Osborne. And uh, there's a lot of Ozzy, a lot of Sharon in it, and a lot about his Parkinson's and a lot about the early days. But there's one story in it that I had never heard before. And I don't even really know how to describe it other than just letting you listen to how crazy, because they get so deep into how wild he was on narcotics and alcohol and what that relationship was actually like and how volatile it was. But I had no idea it was this bad.
3: I felt the calmest I'd ever felt in my life. He came into the room and he just said, we've come to a decision that you've got to die. very very calm and then just suddenly he lunged across at me he just dived on me and started to choke me he got me down on the ground on top of me and i was feeling for stuff on the table and i felt the panic button and i just pressed it and um
1: next thing i know the cops were there
3: all i remember was working on the from jail and I asked the cop,
1: why am I here?
3: So he read John Michael been arrested for attempted murder of, his, of Sharon Osborne. I'm like, that hit me like, it was like a, a, a hammer between the eyes. Does it make you feel uncomfortable
1: when you talk about it? Well,
3: it's not exactly one of my greatest achievements.
4: <laughs> yeah, man. What the yeah, hell? Also, when you're living with Ozzy, you have a panic button in the house under the desk. That's, that's how bad it was. He tried to kill with, his wife. Yeah, with uh, with Sharon. Yeah. Oh my god! Wild man. God. I had no. Yeah, I had no. <laughs> I had no idea. But uh, Jack did a really, uh, really great job with it. It would be tough to do that with your own dad. I know. Having to put, it, because especially you got to put all that stuff in it, right? Yeah. Like, like tell me everything. Yeah, tell me everything about that time you tried to kill mom. Yeah. <laughs> while you were high, right? That's very difficult to do. Jeez. To do that kind of story about uh, about your dad. Yeah, uh, keeping up with the Kardashians is ending. Oh no! It's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, come on. That's the good news. That's the good, That's news. good, That's news? good news. That's good news. three bad news stories in a no. row. No. First of all, it was four, but oh, come this on. is <laughs> wasn't really keeping count. <laughs> no, yes. Yeah, keeping up season- with the Kardashians? Yeah, season? so Kim Kardashian made the announcement yesterday, said to all our amazing uh, fans, is with heavy hearts that we've made the difficult decision as a family to say goodbye to keeping up with the Kardashians uh, after 14 years and 20 seasons. Who I to so- send an email to?
1: Rawls <laughs> <laughs> and Mocha QA.
2: Well, hello, It's Ron Zamoca. How are you? Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Is it uh, Suman or Suman?
3: No, Suman.
2: Suman. All right. You've commented uh, a bunch of times on... Uh, I have. <laughs> ...on Instagram asking questions, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Definitely. All
2: right. Well, it's good to have you on the podcast. What is your question?
3: Uh, mine was a fun one, hopefully. Um, it was, who would you say is the best at playing a lead in each movie genre? As in, the best comedy male or the best action hero... Uh, drama, female stuff like that.
2: Ooh. The Rock. One. The Rock. The Rock. In, in,
3: in all genres? The,
2: the Rock can't do drama.
3: Oh, yeah. No, he no.
4: can't do drama. No, he, he can't, can't be do drama. He the can't do lead, drama. Like in a
2: romantic comedy. No. Um,
4: I will. Oh, s- yeah. Who can I
2: have a? Can I give another answer? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg.
4: Mm, uh, oh, so you think? Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't think that. We're, do you want us to give like one actor who can do yeah. it all, or can we put in other actors in other genres of who we like no, the best? No, you
3: can put other actors in other genres.
4: Oh, oh. I you.
3: Meant one. you. Okay. A one. I will.
4: I will say that just because we watch a lot of his movies at home. And I will say that Matthew McConaughey is probably the most versatile and fits well within all of those genres. Although he doesn't do a ton of action. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey in a romantic comedy is perfect. I He's agree. perfect. Yeah. Uh, Matthew McConaughey in drama is perfect. Like his his performance in interstellar was oh. one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He was so good in that movie. He is. Uh, and then we just watched, um, Ed TV the other night
5: Oh man. again.
4: Remember that? movie? Throwback. Yeah. Throwback. And then, and then his, he and Woody, cause he and Woody Harrelson are in Ed TV together. They, they play brothers in Ed TV and then they did the first season of true detective, which is one of my favorite seasons of television that i have ever seen in my life right. so i'm a huge matthew mcconaughey fan i think that he can do it all but except for action now if we're going just straight up action i'm not putting the rock in there because i actually think the rock is boring oh wow in action because, I think he, he's because he he never loses a fight yeah right he never gets banged around everything else the movies yeah, are you just, know why movies he's, are not love, right, he's not a jabroni right because he's <laughs> not a jabroni um, so I will I will say this that the last Mission Impossible movie whichever one that was I don't even know which Mission Impossible movie was that
0: the most re- I the heard.
4: most recent one anyway I'll find out for you it was probably the greatest action movie I've ever seen in my life that as one far scene, as action goes that one
2: chase the running scene yeah, with Tom Cruise yeah that mm-hmm. by. Far is probably one of the best chase scenes in film
4: yeah, ever. It is, it is, and I, I will say that, like that, that last whatever it was, Mission Impossible that he did was probably just based on the action alone. Like if we're talking about action movies, uh, it was probably the greatest action movie I've ever seen in my life, and Tom Cruise was perfect in it. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, Fallout. Yeah, was that the one was, was the that was the one. It that was so good. Yeah, and I as agree. far as the That's women goes, jeez, uh, I mean, I love like I love Kate Hudson in those movies. Mm-hmm. In romantic, con- Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey together are just the greatest well, all, of all time. She don't like Sandra, no? No,
2: don't <gasps> like Sandra Bullock. No, don't like Sandra Oh, I just watched Blindside again on Did the weekend. You? Yes, but they had it on repeat on like W Network, wow. so every time I saw it pop up on the guide, I'd like punch in and watch like 5 10 minutes of it really yeah. huh michael I, uh,
4: Charlize Theron is really good were in... you speaking
0: of fool's gold when you're talking about uh, matthew mcconaughey and no,
4: how to lose a guy in 10 days oh no that's yeah. good too but don't forget fool's oh, gold oh i never forget fool's gold but it's not nearly as good but how ever to ever lose a guy that one. what how, fool's gold yeah yeah have you watched how to lose a guy
0: yeah, oh, okay, I've seen that yeah, one. Yeah. either
4: if you want the board game, I have it. It's still in the wrapping. <laughs> no, thank you. Actually,
0: yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll play it at home. I'll take it at home.
2: <laughs> How about you, Suman? Do you have an answer?
3: Uh, yeah, actually, funny enough, we were talking about that. I was uh, talking with my kids, and our general actually was a toss-up between Tom Hanks and uh, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay.
4: But what yeah. action movie? I, you can't call the but again.
3: Same thing. No action. No action.
4: Right. Yeah. Right, Tom right. Hanks, you can't put him in an action. Don't movie forget yet. for no, romantic.
3: For action, I think we had Liam Neeson. If I don't. If oh I wow! Yeah. For Taken. I about yeah. Him.
4: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't forget about who Mori? No. For the he did that movie. with the take Taking
4: Taken? Yeah. Yes. Taken. Yeah. And he was also okay. uh, Raz Al Ghul in uh, the Batman movies where yes. he got to fight mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah, I just so he don't was, like Liam Neeson because of my that.
0: personal story with him. Which is where wild. he was at a restaurant and I went up and asked if he would take yeah. a picture with me. And he said, okay, just go wait over there yeah. until I'm done. And then he got up and walked uh, out through the kitchen and never came to see me. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: no.
2: He probably just forgot. Go over there and stand <laughs> and wait. Oh, wait, Okay. Here's the best.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah. How long
2: were you waiting for?
0: Two
4: hours in yeah. the corner. Oh, my God.
2: Who's the long, like, what's the longest what time you've waited hours, for a celebrity? You know, Mike the Situation, eight hours. Eight Mike hours. the Situation, Jersey Shore.
4: Yeah. Uh, okay, so as far as women go, uh, female actors. Anne Ooh. Hathaway. Nope.
2: You know, I'm not really the biggest
0: fan of Anne Hathaway. The Devil Wears Prado. She's fantastic in that. I don't
2: really like her.
4: Never no. saw that
0: movie. And don't no. forget, she was amazing in The Intern.
4: No, not a, I'm not a fan of Anne Hathaway. What's The Intern? What about Meryl that. Streep? Right. Yeah, I love Meryl Streep. But Charlize Theron, I'm trying to think of somebody who can do it all. Mm. Charlize Theron can do it all. Um, comedy, I would say, uh, she did that movie with uh, Seth Rogen, which I really, really liked. The can- I think is it called the Candidate, what, whatever it's called, Long oh, Shot, the Long yeah. Shot. Did you watch that movie? No, it's really good. Is it? Yeah, it's really really with Charlize, good. Charlize, huh? Yeah, and it didn't do really anything because I don't think people believe that charlie's would go for seth rogan so i think that that movie was dead in the water uh. when they when they started it but you have to understand the relationship in the movie to know why that happened
2: what about that she jennifer you know garner I mean. i've always liked her
4: love jennifer garner oh, did you
2: watch years.
4: what um, has <laughs> she it? done lately though did
2: you watch oh, what was that movie peppermint
4: yeah, that was, like, was the
3: only meh, one meh,
2: where it
3: wasn't really meh,
2: believable. Yeah, that's the
3: only. Do you ever see that one, Swimming? <laughs> no, I didn't actually. I actually really like Jennifer Garner. Yeah,
2: I don't I'm watch a... Peppermint. No, <laughs> she the 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 premise of the movie is her family gets killed and she like spends five years. Uh, tracking down the L.A. gangbangers oh, yeah. that vigilante her style. Yeah, yeah it's about, not.
0: What about Johnny Depp? Yeah,
4: Johnny Depp. Don't forget, like the romantic mm. movie he did, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands. Can he do? Um, Johnny Depp hasn't done comedy though, right? Like he hasn't done I mean, a straight I guess, up comedy. Well, oh, okay. I mean, pirates?
2: He? Would pirates be no, considered? No, uh, no. That's more actually comedy. Charlie and
4: the Chocolate Factory could it's be considered comedy. comedy. No, it's not mm. comedy though. Like an actual like funny script i don't know if he's ever done that maybe he has not i'm just missing it at this point but i don't think he ever has
2: yo he was so good in donnie brasco oh my god i love that movie. don't forget
0: michael keaton
4: yeah michael keaton was old school being able to do everything he could do he could really do comedy he did obviously he could do he could do you know beetlejuice he could he did batman michael keaton's dramas were amazing back in the day he was so good he's so talented oh hold on
2: we're forgetting hello guys yeah channing tatum yeah but what action has he has he done yeah
4: Yeah, Channing Tatum—he was in G.I. Joe. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, Channing Tatum
2: yeah. could do all of it.
4: Uh, yeah, man. I don't and Ryan know. Gosling. I still okay. It's not that he can do. He gets cast in all of it. I don't know if he can do all yeah. of it. Has has there ever been a drama where Channing Tatum really blew you away? What about our movie, Dear John? No, that movie was terrible. <laughs> that was an awful movie. Uh, I don't know about Channing Tatum. Ryan Gosling. Every time, yeah uh yeah ryan gosling is really good too but
3: ryan he, gosling we had under romantic
4: but can he do comedy no no well, i mean no he can't do comedy <laughs> ryan gosling's not doing comedy he did break her high that's not comedy
2: what thing. about um crazy stupid love our other favorite not movie com- not comedy not that's comedy, comedy drama
4: nah, not the same thing uh, not not the same thing it's not, it's not it's not played for jokes Ryan Reynolds is really good too. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but what? Uh, what? What has he done a hardcore drama? Ryan Reynolds. The one with Betty White and uh, the one where
0: he had to marry his that's boss. Not, that was that's, a comedy, that's dude. A comedy.
4: The proposal. It's a romantic comedy. Straight up. Comedy. Comedy. What do you
0: call where it's a comedy mixed with drama?
4: Like a drama, yeah, but no, no, sure. no. But that wasn't. That was just. That was a rom com. Yeah. Like a straight up rom com. And it was brilliant. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know
2: what movie I watched of his not that long ago too? Because it was on TV, uh, Just Friends.
4: Oh <laughs> is that the oh one where he gets like god. gains all that weight? Yeah, when
2: he was in high school,
4: it, it was he was like so in love with his best friend. Oh god, yeah. That movie's crazy. Uh say so I hope we answered your question.
3: You did. It was fun. Thank right, you. There you go. Thank
4: you. Have a good day.
3: You too. bye.
4: All right.
2: Jenny said here, uh, what is the weirdest oh, slash Hugh
4: Jackman? That's my answer. Hugh Jackman can do it all. What romantic drama? did he do? Um comedy.
2: Oh yeah, I guess. You action. Can, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah,
4: yeah. He can do drama, he can do action, he can do comedy. Hugh Jackman can do everything.
2: Jenny here says, uh, what is the weirdest slash most useless thing of yours or your partners that you found during spring or fall cleaning? Also, did you throw it out or did you keep it?
4: Oh, my God. First of all, spring cleaning. What?
0: Who does that?
2: (sighs) I wouldn't say. We don't have like a traditional spring cleaning, but we have throughout the year a couple times where we'll get into a zone of okay let's clean out this closet or let's go in the kitchen and go through all of our like utensils and and mm. get rid of stuff utensils I remember mm. there was one because I'm a big gadget guy and I always buy all the dumb like you know when you go to like kitchen stuff plus or bad bath and Beyond and like when you're <laughs> near the cash register back when we used to go of shopping all those dumb little things yeah all that, yes. so I'm the sucker I'm the guy that will see that stuff and be like you know what Yes, we do need that. Yeah. And then I'll buy it and use it once and think in that moment, I'm going to use this every single time.
4: Yeah. I don't buy it. And
2: then never uh, use it again.
4: I don't. I used to have so much garbage. I used to collect all of that stuff. I had every little dumb gadget thing that you could imagine. Like the Tell me, me if you... you
2: guys had this. Yeah, go. Because this is what the thing that we got rid of. It looked like a giant set of tweezers that right. you stick into the top of a strawberry to pull... <sighs>
4: Step out. You needed strawberry tongs. <laughs> we threw those away. What? Yeah, you. They should never have been in your house. <laughs> Thought I needed but it. But can you not use those for anything else? Or are they just so specifically for strawberries that you can't even repurpose them for something else? You
0: know, I've never tried. Now wow. I regret throwing
4: it away. Wow. <laughs>
0: or the thing that clips onto the side of a pen where you're supposed to crack an egg and it separates the white from the yellow. Oh my
4: god. <laughs> Who's buying that yolk separator? I bought. It's never worked. Who buys? How much did you spend on that? A like dollar is too much. One dollar uh. is too much for that crap. Even on sale? Even on sale. Yeah, one dollar is too we much got, for that crap. I
0: bought the the egg slicer. It works. I use it all the time. You put an egg in it and you close it A down. hard-boiled egg.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not an egg. Like a hard-boiled egg slicer. Yeah, we have one of those. Also. You do, so huh?
2: We have one of those for strawberries as well. No, you don't, do I you? Do, yeah. That's the one you where keep- you hold it in your hand,
4: though, right? <laughs> where do you keep all this stuff?
2: We have a drawer full of like kitchen gadgets.
4: Oh, my God. You guys, so much waste. <laughs> I know. So I don't have any of that stuff. None. None. I have none of that stuff in my life. I do everything by hand. I have no no gadgets for anything. Do you have the apple slicer? Catherine has the apple slice. Yeah, have that. And I took I it out that. of the drawer the other day and I looked at it. I'm like, I have no idea what this is.
2: You know, they had one that was made for peeling and cutting or slicing, I guess. Mangoes. Doesn't work. No? No, not at all. No. Because the one that they make, it's a standard size. Yeah. But if you know anything about mangoes, the mango seed is not the exact same as what this this gadget can can do.
4: Can I tell you one that bothers me? Like which kitchen utensil bothers me, and I don't know how it became popular and how people thought that it was a better alternative. So, what is your? Do you make mashed potatoes at home? Yes. Okay. What does your potato masher look like?
2: Like the one that like nanas are all around the world. Have which ever looks used. like what? It's uh, just the handle, and it's got the flat bottom. With the um, holes in it, all the holes. To, okay, yeah.
4: that's the thing that sh- nobody should sell to another person. Why? Because it's not a potato masher. I don't know what that thing is, but it's not a potato masher. How do you mash your potatoes? With the one that has the squiggle line on the bottom. Yeah, sorry, that's the one that we have. Not so do you have a round bottom with holes through it? No,
2: it's more of a um, like an oval shaped with the squiggly holes.
4: Okay, no, mine looks like a wire, a big thick wire. That just goes in like...
2: Oh, no, we don't have one of that's those. That's
4: a potato masher. I don't oh. know what that other thing is, but it's not a potato masher. Works for it, us. It, it ruins potatoes. No, that one works for us. That's oh, what we have. my God. Where's the electric if- wand? That's how you turn potatoes into glue. <laughs> use. no you're not supposed to do that
2: <laughs> what do you do drink it after
4: yeah, no you're not no 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 that that breaks up the that breaks up potatoes that you can't you can't mutilate potatoes like you actually have to mash potatoes somewhat gently and then add butter and your milk and your everything else and right oil. but you can't uh, but you can't use the you can't use the wand that turns them into glue that's how you make that is how you make glue
0: Oh, well, I've is, made glue many a time now. Yeah. Is it
4: delicious? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you
0: have something in your,
2: oh your ponder you that you me? guys
0: threw away recently? No, well, we ha- I, I won't allow him to throw it out, but I have many things that Matthew wants to throw out because like? my dad constantly for my birthday will give me weird things for the kitchen. We still have the, uh, if you're having a patio party and you have little drawers in this oven where everybody puts their egg and their cut up uh, peppers and everything, and then you close the drawer of your omelet, it's like, an, uh, like a friend's omelet maker and everyone has their own drawer. It's with. like a
4: dresser but for omelets? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: my God. For all the patio parties That's that you guys are having? super weird. How that many times have you used we've it? We've never, it's still in the box. Oh. Oh. You that, know what Catherine threw out of mine? What? So I make a lot of shish kebab, yeah. right? And I don't like long skewers. I like Half-size skewers. Okay. They're easier to cook. There, It's one serving per person. You can get a half piece of chicken per skewer, right? They just cook better. So I have just regular size skewers, and I just keep them in the drawer. They're in a bag. The bag folds over. There's a little piece of tape on it and everything else. I go in the bag. I get it, everything. And then I don't know what was happening. She cleaned up. Something happened. I opened the drawer yesterday, and I go, Babes, where's the bag that all my shish kebab skewers were in? She's like, I don't know. And I go, but... I have now have 75 tiny little pieces of wood that are just thrown in the drawer. Oh, no. That were in a bag. I'm like, I, I understand you're cleaning things up and having a bag in the drawer looks messy, but the bag was holding 75 wooden skewers. The bag is now gone. Not only is the bag gone, the bag it was in is gone. I double bagged it when I put it in the drawer and I tucked so it in the corner. took
2: all the skewers out?
4: And just threw them in the drawer and threw the bag away. But that seems like it would cause more of a mess. Thank you. Thank you But she doesn't make shish kebab So it's not her problem
2: You clean I'm the it up one, yeah.
4: <laughs> So I don't know what happened to the bag But huh? it's gone
2: Is there anything in the condo, mori that Matthew owns That you've wanted to throw away that you can't? Oh god, he
0: so allow? many things Things with suction cups and all kinds of things Things
4: with suction cups <laughs> Like what? Excuse me, <laughs> Whispered it in my ear But don't get too close Yeah, don't say that <laughs> Is that yours or his? That's his. But he wants
0: to throw out my brown spoon too. Your brown spoon?
1: Yeah. Don't want to know. It's don't want to sp- know. <laughs> it's a spoon, that's, it's a spoon that's
0: made out of cork that I had when I was a kid that nobody's allowed to use. Is that because...
4: <laughs> Do, you remember- Do you remember Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? When... Do you remember that movie? No. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Uh-uh. Okay. So um, Steve Martin played a character. I think the character's name was Ruprecht. And he pretended to be, um, I don't know, like disabled or something. Okay. And they go to a dinner party. And uh, Steve Martin is playing Ruprecht, and his hair is all down. And Ruprecht can't be trusted to not hurt himself. So he's eating dinner, and he has a fork, but on the end of his fork is a wine cork.
0: <laughs> oh no! So he can't. <laughs> so he can't hurt
4: himself. That's what I imagine, more. That's what,
0: like when I was in high school. <laughs> That's and what I
4: imagine your cork spoon looks well, like. That
0: reminds me of when I was in high school, and because I was in special ed, yeah, and we had special pencils that we had to use that. Only uh, we had that. Don't look at me and laugh. And at the end of the pencil, it had like a little square on it to help you with your writing. Oh, like
4: one of those little, like little rubber triangle things. Oh, my that kid has one of those.
2: <laughs> yeah, learning to to use a pencil. How a pen. how old your kid? Cruise three. How old were you when you used it? Like fourteen. Okay. <laughs> Mike asks, what is something help, you though. learned from each other? For example, oh, what God. is something Roz has learned from Mocha or Mori? And do you think that you're a better person now than you were 11 years ago because of the Roz and Mocha show?
4: Uh, I will answer the first one, the last question first. Yes, I think I'm a much better person
2: than I was 11 years
4: ago because same. of this show. Yes, absolutely.
2: Uh, what I have think I- we can all say the same thing, right?
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just comes with age, right? <laughs> But what have I learned from you, Mocha, and Ma- Maury? What have I learned from Maury? <laughs> like something that has impacted me where I've been like, oh, look at that. That's interesting. And then I've started doing that thing in my life or something that I learned. Like what I don't, you don't want to become? I don't know what I've learned. What have I learned from you? And I'm not trying to like goof on you here, but what have I learned from you?
0: There has to be something. We'll we'll get back to it in like ten podcasts from now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about you go, Maury? Yeah. What is something you've learned? I've learned a lot. Uh, I learned a lot about
4: money. Okay.
0: No, you is, no, no, no. You're still dead ass have, broke.
4: I may have learned something, but he still makes the same poor choices. Right. Right. yes. Like I
0: now know what I'm doing is wrong. Okay. Right. Do, do, yes. Do, do.
4: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. And organization
4: and people skills. You got to start implementing some of these things that you've learned, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that is true. There's you a see? difference between like knowing something and then using that skill.
4: Yeah, man. You can't just learn it and not use it. These are things to <laughs> these are things to help. <laughs> They're designed to help. Uh, anything else? No, that's good. Have you learned anything, Mocha? What have you learned?
2: Um, I would say I learn from you because I find that I'm a very I could be naive, right? Okay. And I will take things for the way it's presented to me right, so I what I find that I've learned from you is to uh, look at the bigger picture and maybe not believe everything right and ask more questions keep asking questions
4: i think that's it yeah 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 and and, and which is funny because i i've learned that i've been more tuning into that especially uh, over the last couple of years where usually the first time you hear about anything is just not it's just not accurate
2: yeah and don't take things for face value
4: yeah 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 and whether that's even you know rumors or somebody going at somebody else or you know my god like casting news all those things like everything has a much bigger aspect to it yeah but people like to focus on the details because the details are really really easy to express and they're uh, spread and they're very easy to um, digest as opposed to sitting down and trying to figure out exactly what is going on with any sort of one situation or story
2: the guy that runs that owns amazon
4: yeah jeff bezos
2: Chris asks, why does Ross pronounce it Jeff Bezos when it's Jeff Bezos? Oh, I don't know, man.
4: I don't know. Okay, whatever.
2: There's a would you rather hear from Stephen or Stefan. Would you rather be blind but have super hearing like Daredevil (laughs) or be deaf and have x-ray vision like Superman? Uh, So you want x-ray vision or do you want super hearing? For me, I think I would want the super hearing. So you'd rather be blind? Yeah, and have super hearing. Not me, man. No, I want to. No, I, I need Not to, be me. Able to see. Oh I, wait, no, hold I, on. Can, I
4: can still watch a movie and read subtitles. I can. still... Now that still... I'm thinking
2: about doing this show, yeah, I'm gonna change my answer.
4: Okay, so what... I'd rather
2: be. Oh wait, no, how going to do that's Ray Vision. I'd rather. Are you gonna just... wear
4: headphones just for the look? <laughs> yeah,
2: that is true. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> so I guess, like, I'm just trying to picture what my life would be like as it stands right now. <sighs> How would I be able to do, to do the
4: show? Well, you, you, You're not mute. You could do the show. Like, you could do the show blind, right? Yes. You just couldn't operate any of the stuff. You'd sit in another chair. Somebody would do all that work for you. You right. still could do the show blind. You couldn't read anything, but I guess we could figure out a way to have you Braille. read something. Braille. Braille. I'd learn, yeah. But do we have a Braille printer? We'd have to get a Braille printer. We'd have to just do all this stuff. But we would do yeah. all that stuff. We would do all that stuff. So then 100%. maybe I'll
2: stay blind but have super hearing.
4: Yeah. Yeah. See, I would not, because to me, there are, I I, I immediately don't think about, this is, okay, what did I learn from you? Is that Mocha always, um, you're so, you're so compassionate when it comes to letting us down, right? And being able to perform the job that you need to perform, where when somebody asked me whether I would be blind or deaf, Thinking about how I'm going to do this job is like the last thing I think about.
2: Right, right. Where yeah. you, it's
4: the first thing you think about. Yeah. For me, it's the last thing I think about. I just think about okay, I'm at home. It's Sunday. I want to watch a movie with my family. <laughs> right? Yeah. right. Yeah. What am I going to do? And Which, I'm like, and I'm like, I would choose deaf, so I can still watch the movie and read the and subtitles enjoy it and, and, yeah. and, and enjoy okay. and enjoy the and enjoy the movie. There's too many things I like to look at that I would I would miss. There's not many things I like to hear. Like, I would have to take, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I would have to take too many phone calls with Maury if I was blind, right? I would, I would, I would have way too many conversations with Maury if I was blind, right? Because we wouldn't, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to just shoot each other looks and understand <laughs> what we mean through, through a glass window. He'd always creep up behind you and then just be, um, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and, then and then that's super too. So loud in your head. So loud. <laughs> 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 so I think that if I was blind, I would have to have way too many actual conversations with Maury where if I was deaf, yeah, the conversations would almost completely cease, and we would just communicate over written word, text, emails, everything else.
0: Do you have a memory? oh, I would absolutely want the X-ray vision. I want yeah. to see what's in the men's locker room, not hear it. Ew.
1: Ew. <laughs> Ew. Okay, next question.
0: I don't want to. I don't want to
2: ask. I don't want to know. Uh, Tixiana has here uh, another. Would you rather? Okay, oh, for
4: God's one. sake, people!
2: Do you have to listen to this one, <laughs> <laughs> this mocha
4: section may be my least favorite we've ever done
2: would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales well, fur, fur.
4: Yeah. obviously
2: fur because you can shave it off
4: thick fur but yeah. no but you would still have like that fur base right that's fine I'd yeah. still shave it down because yeah. I, I
0: immediately assumed that you're kind of like an animal and it's easier to lick yourself clean with fur than with scales
4: Like, all over your face, though. Like, you would look like a a full animal, like a werewolf. Yeah, where
0: scales, you look like some sort of fish man.
4: Oh, yeah, but you can't cuddle up with scales. No, not at all. Like, like your wife would hug you if you were furry.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Right? It'd be quite comfortable. Yeah,
4: I don't know if your wife would hug you if you were scaly.
2: I don't think so, because that would just feel uh, like maybe you're getting cut.
4: Yeah, but there's also, well, no, but see, the thing is like with a, with a fish that's scaly, sometimes it's really, really smooth, Yeah. right? Like it's not even that it's rough, but sometimes scales can be really, really smooth. And I don't know if that's a good feeling, too smooth, smooth. (laughs) right? Like sometimes you can be too smooth.
2: Uh, Avery says here Not sure if anyone asked But if Roz was gay and single would <laughs> you <Tannenmory?"> up
4: What does <laughs> not matter with you jackasses <laughs> I hate all of you
2: Casey, <laughs> Katie asks When you're home alone And you decide to order in What is your go-to meal
4: Obviously pierogies Where do you get your pierogies from Loaded like, pierogi So you get the same spot all the time Always, Always. And
0: they're, they're called the as Piggies
4: Yeah So what's what kind of what, How do they do them up
0: uh, I only get the boiled ones. You can all, you could do either or, like yeah. where it's fried, but I traditional boiled ones. And then
4: what do you? What are the toppings you put on them?
0: There's bacon bits and the sour cream. Yeah,
4: onion oh. or no onion? Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah. The onion. Okay, cool. Yeah,
4: if I mean, not called that, the,
0: the Miss Piggy. That's the Miss Piggy. Yeah. Okay. If not that, then Jack Astor's chicken fingers and fries. Right.
4: Mm. How does
0: that work? Does, uh, do they do they travel well? Oh yeah,
4: yeah, a thousand percent. So even though it's delivery, it's still okay. I'm fine with if they're a little bit, like if they're not super hot, like
0: if they're a little cold, that's fine. That seems
4: so expensive to me to order that stuff. Like just to, how much is what are you paying total if you order just like a single thing of pierogies? Legit, for I don't know. I
0: just hit the button. I don't know.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna say like probably twenty five bucks oh, yeah. is what Ooh. you're paying for yeah. that. That's, yeah. a, that's lot. a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot getting Uber.
0: Uh, What's your
2: your go to?
4: Uh, I used to have many go tos, and then I have started to wean myself off of Uber Eats. Okay, I I was doing sometimes Uber Eats four nights a week.
1: Oh boy, that's a lot. At
4: the beginning when it was real cheap, when when I was doing I would like before COVID. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean last year.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
4: last year, even a year and a half ago. It was much cheaper than it is now. Or anyway, it seemed it was but much cheaper. But have the service charges. Yeah, right. So so there's that. Um, I would get uh, tacos. Tacos mm. were always great because that's something that I never had all the ingredients for in the house, right? Yeah. I'm like, do we want tacos? If I want to make tacos, I'm going to have to go buy six things. So tacos um, getting delivered by Uber Eats was always a huge hit. Uh, wings, mm. always a huge hit. But even now, wings, I looked at a place on Uber the other day to just get a double order of wings. Yeah. Right. Because me and Rocks are going to have wings and they don't have any wings in the house to cook. A double order of wings without fries or anything else was $35. Woo! Jesus.
2: That's a lot. $35. Yeah. With
4: nothing for, else. For, for, with nothing else for nah. two wings. Every now and then we get a special. Like if I have a discount, we'll get burgers. Yeah. Right. Every now and then if we want burgers. Um, but other than that, I don't really do anything. I will order fries and. F- for chicken souvlaki sticks. Mm. I'll do that sometimes because I like the tzatziki that they bring with it. But other than that, I'm pretty much off Uber Eats. Yeah. Like, really, I am. I ordered, we ordered a pizza the other night and I, I ordered it by calling the store. Old school. Old school, yeah. 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 When did
2: we, we ordered pizza recently and the great thing about it is they, when they deliver, they call you to say, hey, we're here. Yeah. And they leave it on the front step and yeah. everything's sealed up. And then the driver, he'll stand on the driveway and be like, he'll wave. Mm-hmm. like, your pizza's there. And I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. So... Yeah, I can't remember the last time we've used... See, that works
4: well in your neighborhood, not on my
2: neighborhood. <laughs> oh, it'll be gone no, in yeah.
4: If it's not the raccoons, it's it's something else. We uh, we haven't else. used
2: like Uber Eats or Skip the Dishes in, like, in months forever, since right? the pandemic started. Yeah. We'll
0: call like in advance, and we'll, when we're walking the dog, we'll just go and pick up the food. Yeah, like You save so much money that way if we wanted to treat ourselves, but we've cut way back on delivery. Yeah, because yeah. it can get so expensive. We used to also do Pad Thai. And one order of pad thai was like twenty five dollars. Yeah, it's cr- it's crazy. It's yeah, our go
2: too is a typical like sushi. There's a sushi place near us that we love. Uh, pizza and what else have we? That's really been anytime we order out. It's usually either sushi or pizza.
4: We did burgers one night a couple of weeks ago. Maybe about a month ago. We did burgers. It was me, Catherine, and Roxy. Uh, three burgers. I always get a double. Mm-hmm. Three burgers. Uh, two fries, two gravy, and we got three oh, chicken fingers, so right? It. We got yeah. a three-pack of chicken fingers. It was $80. Holy cow. For the, for the three of us. Are you serious? Yeah, you it, could was have 80, bought, it was 80 bucks for the, for the three of us. You could 50, have made
0: all of that stuff from scratch for less.
4: Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was like 70, $76 with all the other charges and everything else yeah. on it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's oh, too it's expensive. It's night out. It's too expensive. Yeah. It's Ordering crazy. Ordering
2: in should be, you know, Cheaper than I could have sitting okay? on a patio having all yeah, that stuff.
4: I, I could, inst- if I wanted to order like so like barbecue, like if I wanted to order ribs or whatever it was, any of those barbecue places that deliver, it would be cheaper. I could go to the grocery store, buy a rack of ribs, then go to Canadian Tire and buy a small barbecue. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For cheaper than what it is to yeah, order a rack probably. of ribs on Uber Eats. Probably 100%. Uh,
2: Kara says here at Roz. Are you cutting your hair anytime soon? What's the plan here? You're sexy either way, but I would just like to know how far you are taking this.
4: Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get it cut this week. But I already cut it. I already got my COVID cut.
2: I was gonna say I like your hair long.
4: Yeah, I got it cut already, but I'm gonna go and just get it cut a, a little bit. I think you should cut it. Yeah, no, I know. It's getting real long though. Does Catherine like it? Yeah, she doesn't care. Yeah, she has, I'm she has to no opinions about length. Longer. So you want yours to this length? Yeah. Yeah. How would you what are you gonna do about the curls though? Well I assume But didn't you just get it cut?
0: No, he's only cutting the sides. He's not touching the top. And he tells me that as it continues to grow, like it'll just not be as curly. as. So,
4: it. oh wait, are you going to continue to cut the sides? Yeah. The, so, but you want what? my hair.
0: But it, no, just the top part, right? Like it's going to grow back, like from the front. Like a mullet? No.
4: No, no, no. no.
0: Like a like mushroom you stop, cut kind of thing.
4: Like you just want, you want short on the sides and then long, long on the on top. top. Yeah. But what about the back? Either way. What about the back? Where no, does but, that end?
0: No, the back will just be from the top.
4: Okay, so you basically, like, just want a circular patch of hair on the top of your head to grow long. <laughs> and everything and everything else is wow, short.
0: anything to cover that bald spot, huh? Right? <laughs> is that what it is? It seems that way, yes. Yeah,
4: so you just want that. You just want that.
0: Yes, the top to grow to
4: so the back. So just
2: from here to grow all the way down here. And then, and then here, the sides are, are shaved. And
0: then you put it in a ponytail. You want a ponytail? Well, first it'll be a man bun. Oh, wow. I don't
2: even but know. okay but in the back are you shaving the back at the same height as the yes. how you're shaving the sides yes. Yes.
4: yes yeah so but why did you just say that you want hair like mine then yeah I take that back yeah I was gonna say cause that's what really hurts my feelings when you, when you say, I want, I'm going to grow my hair like Ross's and then you describe something that I would never do. Different. yeah, <laughs> like,
5: Yeah. Quite the opposite. <laughs> like the exact of opposite of what, I,
4: of what I, of what I did. Uh, no, I love long hair. I had long hair for most of my life and to get it cut, I'm just, I'm working from home. I'm doing all that other stuff. Yeah. So it's really not a priority, but I have some, I got some stuff I got to do this week. So I got to go in for a trim, but no, I'm not going to cut it short. I'm not going to cut it short.
2: What does uh, Matthew think of the new style? He hates what what you're going for. Oh, really? He says, I
0: look like I'm somebody from the mafia. Oh, wow.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: Terrifying.
2: (laughs) At kiss925 on Instagram is where you'll find us. That is where we post a picture that reads, Ask Roz and Mocha. Feel
1: free to get your questions out on there. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Catch the guys live.
1: Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On kiss925. kiss925.com.
2: Or
3: download the kiss925 app.